0: To double your pleasure and double your fun. It's time for Ed and Sean.
1: It's time for Geeksters.
2: And welcome to episode 203, part two of Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed.
0: And I am your host, The Winded Sean. <laughs> 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 Would you like to find out why, folks? I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to tell you a story. That's going to be personal. All right. So, I have a love-hate relationship with Ed's bathroom. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay. Between parts one and part two, I had I, Sean needed a potty break. Yes. You know i um, been gassy most of the day, yesterday and today, so it usually means... Not a
2: surprise, really, folks. I mean, you know that. For If you've been listening to the shows... listeners, listeners yeah. that Sean's a gassy boy. God,
0: yes. So, so that usually means anybody who knows anything about the body, when you start to expel S- gas, gas, you're priming the engine. Right. You're getting out the ready to go, hey, yeah, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> so... I went to go use Ed's bathroom. Now, the reason why I say I a it because obviously you relieve yourself in there, so you're like, Phew. but there's not a lot of air currency going through there, so it gets a little bit when you're when you're pooping, it becomes kind of a hot box. <laughs> <laughs> so right away, you know, I had to take off my shirt. <laughs> <laughs> oh my
1: god!
2: Oh my god! Because <laughs> here's
0: the thing, we're talking about
2: him. Here, while we're while we're in the studio, while he's in the bathroom, and two things that that Stacy mentions: the fact is he might be shirtless, <laughs> and he'll be breaking out in a sweat. Now, when after finally he comes out, he's going <sighs> <sighs> like he ran a marathon and he just got to the finish
1: line.
0: <laughs> so anyway, can I explain? That- well, yes. Okay, first, I wear my shirts long. Yes. So I have this overwhelming paranoid feeling that I'm going to sit on my shirt while I'm taking a poo. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> These are my girls are really going to lose it, right? So I take my shirt off. Nine times out of ten when I have the house myself, I just go because my ba- the bathroom is right next to my bedroom. Yes. I'll just walk out naked, yeah. you know? And the reason is, part two, I wear jeans. It's hard to get a good spread to wipe your butt when you're pooping, as a big guy. Yes, like I always make the joke of the guys with the big chest. It must be hard to wipe their ass. Yes, because it's hard to reach back. So first, your toilet has got to be a toilet for size for pre for 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 new the kids, because it is so small. Yes, how small is it? It is so small that Papa Smurf goes. This is kind of a small toilet. <laughs> All right? <laughs> then on top of that, you, you, you um, amp up the difficulty factor to poo by the cushy toilet seat thing yes. that every grandma has in their house that shrinks the hole a little bit more. Okay. And as a guy, you tuck your junk between your legs to pee, yeah. has that hard ridge that sometimes rubs against it. And you're like, Ow. You know it hurts a little, so you kind of have to angle downward and sit and go. Okay, is my butt at the right angle so I don't poop on the seat because it's so tiny. It does. You have to. It is like to poop in your bathroom. You have to be Luke Skywalker at the end of Episode Four. You have a two meter wide port to throw your torpedoes into to destroy the Death Star. All right. Okay. <laughs> So, there I am. I'm shirtless because I'm afraid I want to poop on my shirt. I don't know why. I, like, I'm sure, like,
2: if... No, I need- if I'm wearing a long shirt, what I'll do is I'll actually pull it over and, like, take the front half and pull it behind me. So, I'm still my like, on my shoulders. But you have, like, the, the little, like... Yeah, no one else is in the bathroom. It's not, like, it's not like I'm sharing this experience with, like, hundreds of people going... <laughs>
0: well, I mean,
2: they're, they're getting the visual idea, but they don't really know what I look like.
0: Right. But I'm a big guy, so, I mean, I'm, I'm I'm more comfortable taking the shirt. I'm more comfortable pooping in the nude. Yeah. Which is, you know, whenever. I, uh, <laughs> well, I got to destroy that bathroom. <laughs> I had to take a flamethrower to this place. <laughs> but I don't strip down naked in your bathroom. I, you know, because, yeah. or, like, if I'm outside of home, I won't strip down naked. Like, if I'm at, like at work, I'll obviously just poop normally. Yeah. I also don't like to poop at, like, Outside of my own home, yes, because it's a comfortability factor. I mean, I'm not running home, like you know, I'm not shit break from American Pie, (laughs) but I'm definitely like I'm more comfortable pooping at home because I can be naked and I can you know do like the one leg stance on the toilet, you know, like get that get all the crevices in and out, like kind of thing. It's like it's got this plank look, like oh my god, this is way (laughs) overshare,
2: TMI, TMI.
0: So I'm in there in a closed room that's the size of a closet. Because the moment I stand up, I'm almost hitting your your. You have the drops the ceiling. Yes, because that's where the the, duck the is. Hour, yeah, right. So I have maybe about three to five inches of headroom mm-hmm. in that area. So like even if I like if I were to like sneeze or jump up for some reason, like oh my god, a spider! Like I would bang my head on the. And I, so I'm always kind of like I feel like I'm in a box, <laughs> and a, a hot box at that. And I'm like, oh my god, it's so fucking hot. And I know you have the central air in there, and then and then, as you know, like I'm sitting on this this two meter wide toilet seat that is so tiny that I feel like I'm gonna break at any moment because I'm a big heavy guy, yeah, I'm always afraid that that toilet's not going to support my weight. <laughs> I'm always in fear of <clears throat> <head.
2: laughs> like well let, let me let me let me shed some light on that bathroom a little okay. bit okay first off it's it's a it's a basement bathroom because technically we're in a basement. Not you know, right. not, not an actual floor, so it's considered a, a basement toilet. So it's generally smaller in, in, in size. Sure. You know, so, I mean, I could get a bigger toilet, but it's more funnier for you to, do, to go shit <laughs> like that. And then of course, the the soft seat was when I bought the house. And a cold night, like on a winter's night, that's a great seat to sit in. <laughs>
0: so then swap it out in the winter time. It's like first of all, it's that it's that cheap plastic kind. It's of It's got a cushion to it. It's, it's got, got a. So yeah, it's got like grandma cushioning seat to it. Yeah. So on a hot day, your skin gets stuck to it. Yes. So it's not only do you have to stand up, you're like, of your skin. At any moment, I'm just like, oh my God, this <laughs> this is a medieval <laughs> torture device, this toilet. <laughs> and then, of course, because I'm a bigger guy, my poops, I feel like, tend to be bigger than average. <laughs> so I tend to, I would say courtesy flush a lot more yes it's like hey, bloop flush because i don't want that like if it's my own home i have a plunger yeah i just whoop, 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 I'm, I'm in i'm done but if i'm at if i'm at work or if i'm at you know you're here and i god forbid flood the toilet because i've been knowing the flood a toilet or two <laughs> it, it just by poop alone you know <laughs> It is. It is just. <laughs> I'm just
2: picturing you with your your pants still around your ankles, walking out over the door. Go, dude! You
0: got a plunger? I, it would be. And I do. So, so. I, if I had my phone with me, I would have just texted you, dude. Where's your plunger? Because, uh, you know, danger, Will Robinson, danger. You might want to call a, a redecorator. Like, you know. <laughs> so it's like. <sighs> <laughs> so when i walk out i'm like you know wash my hands throw my shirt back on but i know i'm sweating i got the little the little beads of sweat of just being like in a hot room yeah and i'm like and i, I really need to talk to like some somebody because like a freudian kind of doctor because i have this over tendency to over wipe you know i gotta make sure everything's clean yeah and i don't know where that comes from but shitty it, underwear Maybe as a kid, yes, you know. So it's. Like, I mean, I have
2: that problem as well. I, I, I don't feel my butt is clean enough. Uh, exactly, because I used used to use. I used to get like those. They they have those uh, wet wipes. Right. They for your butt,
0: and then they're bad for your toilet. Well, there's the preparation H ones that are supposed to be good for septic tanks. They tell you to use that one. Okay. I haven't had the courage to go buy that yet because I don't know why. There's something I bought.
2: I've because well, I bought the wipes. You know yeah. and that they. You know, and they say they're good for toilets, but one day. We had a, a thing, and I had to get Rotor to come out and actually fix it. And you know, he said they're bad for your toilets. Toilet, yeah,
0: I that's just a conspiracy. I think it's a toilet conspiracy. <laughs> well, of
2: because he charged me hundred bucks for this cleaner shit that I had to p- keep uh, pouring in uh, to clean up okay. the the uh, the pipes. And I'm like, uh, I my wife's like, we should, we should buy more. I'm like, it was hundred fuck, it was hundred
0: hundred goddamn dollars exactly. So I'm like, so now I'm always like, I, I like I know I'm like, okay. Well, I think I'm clean. Pretty sure Like you know You check the toilet paper go okay There's nothing there I just have
2: one important question Yes Did you spray Yes I did Okay All right. um, Spiced peach Spiced pear what Was the last one I
0: had Spiced pear is I, have the... to, I have
2: to get more So it's the last one I had in the, in the collection It was a random
0: And then I set. know I know me Because I'm so super paranoid About the whole butt issue That as soon as we get done Episode two I'm going to excuse myself Go to the bathroom And take a couple more wipes Just as like a precautionary towel Alright that's crazy it, it, See that's what I'm saying <laughs> That's crazy She's looking at me like I love you baby but that's it's, it's the truth I mean I know I'm, I'm okay but there's still that, that maybe I'm not It's, it's <laughs> that's leave.
2: why the chair you're sitting on is your chair <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's not like I'm sitting in this chair naked I've got my <laughs> underwear on my pants on but I'll be like by I'm, contact I'll be so paranoid that before I go to bed I'll hop in the shower okay you know that's because I'm just that's the way I am because I'm just like I, I, it's a, a super paranoid thing probably again goes back to my like as a kid kid mm-hmm. you know being reprimanded for having you know dirty dirty shorts after being potty trained I think yeah. I think that's where yeah. the, the punishment comes in she's chuckling over there what are you laughing at you know I was scarred as a child <laughs> the now, pain hurts the pain's real now I'm an over wiper like, <laughs> <laughs> wiper you know I'm an over I'm a sweaty pooper I'm like oh my god Oh my god! I wish it was like <laughs> the look on your face
2: when you open that door. You're like, <sighs> 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 like "Holy crap!" What the like, like, guy
0: kind of walk and go? <sighs> the British are coming! Uh, I just fall over. Yeah. Uh, There's an invasion. <laughs> <laughs> collapses. We're being under attack. <laughs> so anyway, welcome to part two. <laughs> <laughs> Here in part two, we bring you the news. Actually, not only do we bring you the news, but I give a game review of a couple games: uh, Con Man, the game, yes, an app game, um and also Deus Ex: a Human Revolution.
2: Right, and we also brought you the releases of the week as well. Because that is right. Because we went over with Catfish in the last
0: episode. Sean does a little singing for you.
2: There you go. Yeah, you can. Know, you can. i <laughs>
0: un- listen to that one. <laughs> yes. They're like. I can't unlisten the poop story, so um, <laughs> if you got this far, you're a true fan. <laughs> you can go a little further. I welcome you to the folds of geeksters, <laughs> the underbelly, <laughs> poop stories, and singing.
2: Well, what if I can't go any further?
0: Can I get out? <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh. You're stuck.
1: <laughs>
0: so sit back and relax, and when we come back... Um, I'll have a news story that we didn't talk about on the show, and I think you have one yes, as well. Yes, I do, yes. So let's just cut, let's just flush this down the toilet and get right to the show, and we'll see you at the end, folks. All right. And we're back. You're listening to Geeksers Live on AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, and tune in.
2: Just search Aquanet Radio and those apps.
0: All right. And so, as when we last left, our faithful heroes, you were going to let us know what was coming out in Blu ray and DVD this week. Yes, I And was. video games. Yes. All right, so. What is coming out in Blu-ray, and DVD, and video games? Uh,
2: the uh, Jungle gook is coming out on Blu-ray and DVD.
0: All right, I'm in.
2: Uh, a movie called High Rise is coming out. I don't know if it was a movie or not. Yes, it was. As Tom Hiddleston uh, is in it, so starring in it. So I kind of that's why I brought it to our well, which one it was called called High Rise.
0: Okay, all right. All right. I thought it was the, the Night Manager that you were going to mention.
2: Uh, eventually, well, but uh, okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right.
2: Uh, Rage and pave. Pay the Ghost double feature. Uh, it's basically a uh, 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 Nicolas Cage double feature movie <laughs> direct-to-DVD uh, coming out this week on TV. Wow. Yes. All right. <clears throat> uh, we also have uh, Star Wars Rebels, the complete second season, because it's coming out on Blu-ray. So okay. Like, I'm picking that one up. <laughs> All right. Uh, Arrow Season 4 is coming out on Blu-ray and DVD. All
0: right. I'll be picking that up?
2: All right. Of course, like you said, The Night Manager Season 1 is coming out on Blu-ray and
0: that's uh, him, uh, Loki, and House yes. in a show together. I heard it was pretty good.
2: Yes, I heard a lot of good things about it. All right, uh, Eureka Seven: The Complete Series is coming out. This is a uh, Japanese anime uh, series. Uh, I always like to bring the complete series when they when they finally come out. So, uh, okay, all right. Uh, NCIS: line, Los Angeles season seven is coming out on D&D. Yeah, I
0: love that show. <laughs> all right,
2: uh, Mom, the complete Thursday. Complete third season's coming out on T V Day. Okay. a uh, Blunt Talk, season one with, ah, uh Patrick Historia. Stewart. Have you seen that show? No, I have not. It is but.
0: very funny. It's very rarely, I mean, Patrick Stewart is Patrick Stewart. Yes. Picard, Professor X. You know, yeah, he does the voice on American Dad. But he, to see him in a live action comedy is very funny. Very, very, very funny show. Yes. I highly recommend that one. So, all right, what
2: else? Uh, also, uh, My Little Pony, Friendship is Magic, uh, Everyone's Favorite Frights is coming out.
0: Ooh, DVD. it sounds like a
2: Halloween special. <laughs> all right. Uh, the Carol Burnett, The Lost Episodes, Ultimate Collection is coming out on DVD. Okay. And Hee Haw, the complete collector's edition is coming out on DVD.
0: Wow, collector's edition for Hee Haw. Let me guess. It's, uh, what do you call it, a bale of hay, and you open up the bale of hay, and it pops up out that way?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I looked at the box and it's not uh, it's as glamorous as Uh-oh. you think it. <laughs> Damn. Uh, and that's all I have for uh, movies and TVs. Right? there any honorable mention. I do, like do have
0: an honorable mention. Oh, it's okay. one of my favorite movies I've been waiting for. It's the first time coming out on Blu-ray, so I'm definitely picking this one up. It's called The Commitment. It's um, the first time on Blu-ray. Now, for those of you who don't know this one, it was technically like a, I want to say a foreign film in a way, but it was it was Eng- England, England. Mm-hmm. And it's about um, I'll give you the synopsis: uh, Jimmy Rabbit's, known as the world's greatest band manager, now he just needs a band. Auditioning everyone he can find, Jimmy gathers ten of the most talented, least experienced musicians from the rough streets and the working class of Dublin, Ireland with a plan to launch the best soul band to ever take the stage. Sparked by fine performances by, by its young cast, The Commitment is a loving tribute to the fire and passion of the greatest soul standards. Mustang Sally, In the Midnight Hour, Chain of Fools, and many, many more from Oscar-nominated director Alan Parkin, who did "Mister Z" Burning and Pink Floyd, The Wall in Fame. Now, it's um, a 25th anniversary movie, so it's going to have uh, 25 years later. New interview with Alan Parkin and cast. Audio commentary with the director, four behind-the-scenes features, a music video, um, and uh, now, for for me, the uh, let me see if I'm gonna I'm gonna. This was the big hit that that came out of the movie. Okay, it obviously is a remake. Uh, um, it's "Try a Little Tenderness."
2: Okay, I and guess the, it's an older song that uh, was uh, yes.
0: Okay, uh, "Try a Little Tenderness" commitments because it's uh let's see i'm just gonna well, it's, ad, it's an ad hit that first let the ad go by I'm trying to figure out which, which which i forget which one it was <laughs> that's why i usually control that one <laughs> <laughs> um yeah it, it's 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 the, the kind of the joke is the guy who sings the song isn't really attractive but he's got this great great voice and it's um and the whole thing is a respect i want to say it's um it's an old old song okay you remember this song don't -hmm. you it's a great movie and this I love the song mo
1: shaggy
0: dress Mm -hmm. little piano (laughs) (laughs) what should you do
1: I don't know.
0: Yeah, it's like, I don't What is a kick in? It kicks in right about now.
2: Max, no, I'm wondering when you're going to stop
0: singing. <laughs> this is my pick of the week because it, it's a really good movie, too. It's got great music. The soundtrack sold like. It sold so much they actually do the volume one and volume two of the soundtrack. Because of all the music in it. Okay. Especially if you're an old, you know, soul kind of guy like believe it or not, I do like the classic soul music. Music musics. Mm-hmm. Musicals, musics. The songs. Hey. That's all you gotta do. This one's for you. <laughs> See. Now it's not it's not just just No, 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 no. No, no, no. (laughs) She has her griefs. And her cares. cares. And come on. If you're ever not sure about how to handle your girlfriend or your wife, this is textbook, textbook attitude you should have. Okay. Makes it easier easier to bear. Alright, let's bring in the doo-wop, girls Ready? And bring them in you won't it, Yeah, alright, baby uh. girls, they, never forget. they never forget it, man I'm waiting <laughs> okay. for the doo-wop, girls okay. right? <laughs> I, I, I was a little early <laughs> I was like, no, no, wait, wait, girls Wait, cause, cause you gotta make the Gotta build it up Ready? Come on, you gotta know song Here you go Oh yeah, just try a little tenderness, in this, Ed. Come on, just give it to me. You gotta squeeze her, please her, never tease her. Uh. Uh. You gotta, you gotta chew a little tenderness. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta sing it, Ed. with feeling it, with passion. Never leave her. You <laughs> gotta... Gotta try a
1: little
0: <laughs> it's, it's bleeding for the ears now.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. Woo. Oh, wait, oh, oh, let's rock it up a little bit. Yeah. All right. I'll just fade that to black. Then Ed's not into the classics. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm into the classics, so it's just not... That's easy. not the way I do it? No, <laughs> <laughs> you don't. it. All right. That is my pick of the week, so there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else? Uh, we can move on to video games. Let's move on to video games. All right. All right, what do you got for this week coming out?
2: World of Warcraft Legion by Blizzard our team, and our coming on PC. It's coming out uh, Monday for PC.
0: Yes, it's the uh, expansion pack yeah. for World of Warcraft, so for those people who've never jumped on the bandwagon of WoW, now's your chance because... You get a little thing to propel your character up to level 100 right away. There you go. And then the level cap's 110. So if you got friends who've been playing for decades and they're already at level 100, you can go and they're begging you to play? Come on. Hey, hey you got Jerusalem. Wow. You can start off at a level 100 just like us. It'll be fun. No. <sighs> <sighs> and they did add like a new character set, like a Demon Hunter set. I'm like, all right, it's, it's, wow. I mean, it's, it's a yeah. staple in PC gaming. And again, it's still the concept of, Hey, you know, uh, shot out 60 bucks for a game and then pay us $20 a month to play, play it. You know? yeah. <laughs> Which I mean, people are like, well, that money goes to, you know, the servers keeping you upkeep. So I think I get it, but come on. At this point now, wow has probably made millions and millions and millions of I'm dollars.
2: i billions at this point, not millions. Probably.
0: I mean, okay, yeah, the movie didn't do so well in America, but overseas it was huge. Mm. So I think they got a little couple shekels to kind of go, hey, here's a free month. There you go. You know, here and there. All right, um, what else is coming out?
2: Uh, the Witcher Three: Wild Hunt Complete Edition by Warner Home Video Games for the PS4, PC, PS4, and Xbox One, and that's a Tuesday release.
0: Yeah, it's uh, fifty bucks, which is a, a steal mm-hmm. if you've never played Witcher Three because game first came out sixty-five bucks, came with a season pass which was like forty. I'm going to say it's one of the very few moments where I would push a season pass because the two expansion packs that came, that, are, that are in the season pass have a total of like 100 hours extra added on to an already 200-hour $200, 200 story. Mm-hmm. So if you haven't picked it up yet, pick it up. I do want to warn people, though, that from an article that I read, like most games that you usually when they do the game of the year, you can buy and just throw the disc in and you can continue on your save game. Not so with this version. This this version is designed for people who've never played Witcher 3. Mm-hmm. So if you were playing Witcher 3 and didn't finish it, you actually have to start from the beginning again. Okay. So I would suggest people who like me who didn't get a chance to actually finish everything, buy a used copy of the original one, especially like I did, like I bought everything, so I can just throw my that disc in and continue where I left off and say I'm going to start all the way from the beginning because, trust me, the amount of time that I put in, I'm not starting over again. Very few games will I start over like when Skyrim comes out, oh, I'll be playing the shit out of that one again.
1: <laughs>
0: but, you know, I'll pick up an old copy of, of when this one comes out, the price on the pre-owned market for Witcher 3 is going to drop drastically. Mm. Pick it up. and Pick pick it up right where I left off. Nice. So what else is coming out?
2: Uh, Assetto Corsa by 505 Games for the PS4 and Xbox One.
0: All right. Um, it's a racing game. Yes. So if you like racing, go get it. Yep. All right, what else you got? Oh, 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 oh. I'm Japanese title.
2: (laughs) All right.
0: Whenever he does the...
2: (sighs) Hatsune Muka Project Diva X by Sega for the PS4 and PS Vita. And that's also a Tuesday release.
0: Okay. Um, It's Hatsune Miko Project Diva X by Sega. Yeah.
2: That's what I said.
0: (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) sort of. Okay, for those people who don't know, it's... um, over in Japan, there is a big, huge pop singer.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Thing is, though, she's actually a video game character.
2: There you go. That's her. There you go.
0: So she's got video games that come out using her songs and stuff. It's kind of like a, um, you might want to say like a rhythm game where mm-hmm. it's like, hey, she's singing. You got to hit X, Y, Y, X, 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 square, circle. You know, like yeah. that kind of routine to get the best score. Um, Yeah, all right. I mean, I, I, every once in a while, I'm always tempted to, Try one of those because I'm, you know, I mean, I'm always fascinated with the whole. Hey, why is that so popular? Because I don't get it. Right. So, you know, I'll be like, let me try it out. Let's see what it's like. So I, maybe, maybe I'll, I'll eventually one day try one. Okay. <laughs> Might not be this one though.
2: All right. We have also a suit, assault suit light Linos by Rising Star Games for the PS4, and that's also a Tuesday release.
0: Yeah, I don't know what that is. It says a classic reawakens. Assault suit Linos is back and in high definition. Dun, dun, dun. Get ready for all-out robotic war as the fan-favorite Mega Drive Classic is reworked into all new HD visuals for the ultimate early basic experience. All right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what else? Next,
2: we have Attack on Titan by Temco Koi Games, and that's for the PS4 and Xbox <coughs> One. That's also a Tuesday release.
0: Yes, that is the video game based off of the very popular anime show. Yes. Um, basically, giant naked titans that eat humans. Yes. And it's uh, the humans attacking the Titans, sort of thing. Like, there's a giant, big giant wall to well, kind of. It's, it's
2: the, the Titans are attacking. Yes. And they're, they're, the, the humans are defending.
0: Right. Well, then why is it called an attack on Titan?
2: Uh, I don't know.
0: <laughs> I've,
2: always, I've seen the show. So I've, I've seen, seen the show a couple times.
0: Right. Um, they also did a live action version, too, of, over in Japan. Did they? Yeah, they did. It looked, the trailer looked amazing. And they actually did a a, um, a car commercial. Two, I forget what car it was for, but it was definitely like they were being chased by a titan. Mm-hmm. You know, it look, it, you know, it, it's it's interesting. Well, you know, if you're if you're, I heard it's an open world thing. So if you're a fan of of the show and open world games, this might be the one for you. Okay. All right, what else got uh, God Eater
2: Two Rage Burst by uh, and, uh, Namco. Yep, Entertainment America, and that's for the PS4. That's also a Tuesday release.
0: All right, so it's obviously. Three years after the events of God and resurrection, a mysterious rain sparks a fatal pandemic called the Black Plague. With no established cure, this scourge has a mortality rate of 100% once infected. Dun-dun-dun. Members of a special unit, Blood, and Infiltrate of the Ferrier Organization are sent to assist and investigate. Take control of their newest recruit as you master incredible weaponry, challenge enormous monsters, and cooperate with an iconic ca- iconic cast of characters fighting for humanity in god Eater 2 Rage Burst. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> what else you got?
2: Uh, Lumo by Maximum Games for the PS4, and that's also a Tuesday release.
0: Oh, okay. There was a game called Lumino back in the day. It was like a, a music kind of, hey, look, here's some music. Hit mm. this, hit this. So I guess Sony remastered it and put up a classic uh, version of it. All right, yeah. I guess. Early nineties, yeah. All right, well, okay. Let's go. And then
2: Resident Evil Four HD by Capcom for the PS4 and Xbox One. That's also a Tuesday release. All right.
0: Um, okay. Basically, just a rework. Of it's the, remastered edition of of
2: the PS3 game.
0: Oh yeah, I mean that's what that's what they're doing. They're going to try, I think, try to get them all out before. Resident Evil 7 comes out later this year. Mm -hmm. So that way people who've never played Resident Evil can get on the bandwagon. So... All right. Anything
2: else? That's all the video games we have.
0: Okay, well, I do have a video game review. Okay. Oh, kind of two. One I'll do real quick. Um, Remember we saw saw a show, Con Man? Yes. They actually did finally finish out the app game where you actually create and design your own um, Comic-Con. Right. It's fun. It's addicting, though. It is one of those... Time management games. It's like, hey, you have to do a task. Okay, do that task now. Come back in like five minutes to get paid in your experience points. And but what's cute about it is, <clears throat> it's you know they have a design where um, they have a janitor. That janitor looks like Joss Whedon. Yeah, and he cleans out the bathrooms and cleans out the trash cans. It's cute. It's like it got all like Kevin Smith's a characterization of Kevin Smith is in it. He's a security guy, so he goes around and chases after this naked old lady. Every once in a while, it pops up, so you got to capture. And the idea is basically trying to... It's like a Sims kind of game, mm-hmm. where you have to maintain the happiness level of the people at the con <laughs> to kind of... Yeah, good luck on that Well, at, at first, it's kind of easy. Like, you kind of... You have your booths, you have your star, and then when you get to a certain level, you can hire VIPs. Like, um, in, if you remember the, in the game, Alan Tudyk's character isn't... Like, he's like a second-tier character. Mm-hmm. Like, he's a second-tier... um a star mm-hmm. so he goes these things and but then you can hire like the Nathan Fillion character or the other characters on that show to work a booth and each one every time they work a booth you get special perks for that time but obviously as like anything else it costs the money that you earn and not only does it make does it gives you experience points to help raise your levels to open up more things then there's cash that you can do to buy the decorations but then there's these golden comic books that you have to earn okay through you know various like when you complete a mission hey here's a golden comic book and then the golden comic books can be used to help speed up the process like let's say i have like four trash cans and they're all full so i gotta send joss whedon to go and clean out those trash cans but there's trash the cleaning out every trash can can be like 30 seconds but during that time people will be you'll there's like a little tweet kind of app that you'll see people bitching about too much trash all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff so you know you kind of have to maintain that level like there's a guy who lost his medication throws up on at in the con <laughs> and people are like oh and right away you see all these like little frowny angry faces and there's a shit ton of tweets pop up I'm like oh i just threw up three dollars with the candy and you have to have Joss kind of like clean up and that takes some time and you know so you might want to go speed that up and throw a golden a, a golden comic book and that to get cleaned up right away right, right. When he cleans out the trash can, sometimes there's rats, so you gotta pop stomp on the rats. Yeah. You know, and that gets you experience points. And then they add another another little mini game where kind of like um <clears throat> at the end of Galaxy Quest, where the real alien kinda comes into the into the con. Yeah. And Tim Allen shoots him, you know, saves the day kind of thing.
2: Right. And I think it's all like a, a Right, special. I think it's a thing.
0: Well, that's what happens here, is an alien will come in. And you have super fans who are dressed up in in cosplay outfits. Mm. You have to send them to fight the that particular island. Mean, there's like five or six different characters that you have to get during the course of the game. Mm. They give you the first one. First one's obviously free. Yeah. And then you send her. She's like a, like a looks like a like a uh, futuristic warrior. She's got like a big hammer and red and black. They kind of made her Harley Quinn esque. Yeah. But also space fearing because she's her mask has got like points on it and stuff. And she fights that character and then wins you're like yay and then because she's walking around there's like a little mission that she's got to get like 40 selfies for this mission and she just walks around And you hear in the background can i get a selfie you know and then (laughs) it's cute it's it's one of like i said it's a time management sims game where it's like do this now i gotta wait and then wait and it is a it is a battery drainer i will tell you that because right. on um, the first day I opened the play, I must have played it for like an hour. Next thing I'm going, oh, I gotta plug my phone in.
1: Like,
2: <laughs> I do want to put a warning label on it. Don't play this game and walk at the same time. Why? Because you almost you walked into the door when you were playing. Oh, I did. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Doesn't even surprise me.
0: I forgot the door that comes into the studio or into the building was a pull and not a push. (laughs) So I pulled the first door, and then the second door. I was looking down and I banged at the door because I it was because I'm missing
1: that. Yeah,
0: because I walk in and I I usually just kind of push the door open with my body, and this was like (laughs) (laughs) shit. Let me pull. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> so there you have it that's that's kind of like if you got a time killer of a game that that you don't really it's also for the for the the ipad for the iphone for the android systems for every system and of course like as always there's in-app purchases if you yes. wanted to but i also picked up this last week was deus Ex. Mm-hmm. that's the uh, uh human um human revolution yeah yes it's a sequel to Human divided mm-hmm. where it's two years after the the p s three game
1: yeah
0: and your character Adam Jensen you know is basically he's working for this task force to help bring down like crime and stuff mm-hmm. for the Interpol, but he's also working with this other group to help bring down the Illuminati that were the bad guys the shadow organization that was revealed at the end of the th- the, the last game yes. Still, st- standard gameplay, you know, f- uh, first-person and third-person perspectives. Like, mm-hmm. you can complete the entire game. If you if you want a challenge, you can try to complete the game using stealth tactics. Or you can use the game using the standard, I'm going to shoot the place up kind of tactics. Right. I always try to do the challenge because I, I personally, I'm, all, I'm more of a stealth guy. I mean, I, don't get me wrong. I love kicking in the door and shooting everybody in it. Mm-hmm. But sometimes I'm like, no, no, let me just try a subtle approach and try to avoid you know alarms and stuff like that cuz it makes a little difference sometimes it takes a little longer to do that kind of cuz you actually have to kind of think of the problem while you're doing it mm-hmm. um so I was kind of doing that you know it, it's fun it's enjoyable again he's got the augment so you're, it's basically the bionic man jacked up to like a million cuz it's like hey my eyes can see through walls and i can see heat vision through them okay. and my legs are cybernetic so i can get the jump really high and i have noise dampeners so if i jump down it, it's you know, they, I can sneak up easier on people.
1: Right.
0: Then you know he's got a, an array of weapons. You know, like when you start off, if you pick the stealth, you get a. You can either be up close and personal or from a distance. I'm um, a distance kind of guy.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So I got a Trank sniper rifle. Sniper things are going bam. No bam. It's more like and he's asleep. You know, <laughs> <coughs> and it's and and then you know during the one of course is you have those weapons and or if you decide to combat then you can get like a either probably a sniper rifle or a riot gun i don't know um it's fun you get obviously decisions it's quest-based so Mm. hey, you go over here but then there's some side missions that you can do to help and round out your character because the more experience points you get every time you get a new level you get a a paraxis module which helps you level up your your skill tree of augments
1: okay
0: so like you know I, i can be like I came across a room and there's this giant pallet in front of me, but I can't lift it because I did not upgrade the, the the strength module for my arms. Okay. So like now when I, you know, I'll be like, okay, well I know where that's at. So if I ever get around to upgrading it, I can go back there and lift it up and get to the good shit that's hidden behind it. All right. You know, it's fun. It's enjoyable. I mean, it's not it's not No Man's Sky like uh, you know, I, you know, it's not like hey, you land on this planet and wander around for a week and not find anything other than treasure and stuff. Right. but i mean it's 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 good because i like the I, i've i like the first one well actually it's not really the first one it's a series of deus ex games mm-hmm. that i remember playing on the computer and then now they just figured oh this is actually popular it's going to actually bring a character and make a storyline
1: right.
0: so i mean i i, I highly recommend it Like okay, you know, it's, it's a good fun game good. if you got the you know skills awesome all right anything else Aaron? Right, you want to bring Hey, about you you play any video games are you playing any video games, Ed?
2: No, I haven't been. Uh, I haven't picked up a controller in a long while. Why? What's wrong? I just, uh, <laughs> just uh, both laziness and and uh, too uh,
0: busy dreaming about songs that you're not writing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, when's the when's the final thing for when's the Death Star come out for us? Um, it's
2: supposed to be September. Sometimes really? They don't really give, they have a direct date, that's obviously. Okay. You know, but uh, it's going to be this you know month coming up. That's so. what I'm waiting for. Yes.
0: That's when I'll be like, "Baby, I love you, but I, I gotta save the, I gotta save the, the empire, <laughs> <laughs> or I've gotta crush the rebels." <laughs> so that should be fun. Yes. All right. Well, uh, I mean, out of video games coming out this, there's, uh, there's nothing really. I'm jumping at it. The next video game that's on my list
1: mm-hmm.
0: would have been Final Fantasy 15, but they got pushed back to like, November. So that would have been eventually my September kind of game review. Right. But instead, now you got to wait until October when I get Mafia Three.
1: Oh, I can't
0: oh. That game looks great. Have you seen anything on it, Ed?
2: No, I haven't. But uh, I I know the Mafia games, and I they don't disappoint.
0: I yeah, this that. one's set in the late '60s, early '70s, and it's set in Louisiana. And the cars, the music, it looks phenomenal. You can again approach situations on different ways. You can either be like the straight shooter guy, you know, or you can manipulate other people, or you can do the the brutal stealth attacks. Which I saw the brute. Oh my god, it's like. Sneaking up behind a guy, grabbing him by the back of the throat, and then putting a silenced gun to his temple, and, pff, you know, seeing blood just splattering against the wall as he drops him, going, Oh, this game looks like fun. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you know? <laughs> you me that.
0: This is awesome. This, this is
2: awesome.
0: Driving a cool. I mean, of course, because it's it's um, a heightened reality, they can't do, like, you. you're not driving a Dodge Charger, you're driving a. Something something like yeah. you always know, change right. the name it's supposed to be set in New Orleans in the late sixties, early seventies, but it can't be in New Orleans it's got to be another yeah, right. but hey, it's like, hey there's the French quarter, but they call it something else quarter, like you know they it you're going, come on, I know what it is, just say it we well, can't for legal reasons, like you know <laughs> they said no, they said no, so all right, I mean, the music sounds good though, so I'm hoping the soundtrack. Cause there's a special edition. Like, it's
2: like your childhood, really. I mean, I'm the, besides, the <coughs> violence, I mean like, besides the violence. Besides <laughs> the
0: violence, the old cars. Because when I was a child, I was just you know walking up people and sp- spraying them with bullets. Yeah, you
2: know. I'm talking about the cars. The cars and the, and the, the music. music. Yes.
0: <coughs> yeah, I can't. I can't wait because a lot of the um, Billy Ray was a preacher, son. You know that, that's a yes. song. <laughs> I'm hoping. I know the song. <laughs> I know. Stop just, just stop singing. <laughs> um, so, it, the, the, let's say the special, super special edition comes with a two LP set. I'm like, well, it looks great, but I don't have a record player, so I'm not getting that one. I'm just getting the deluxe set, which is probably just got extra chachis and stuff like that. But that's the next one for me.
1: All right. I
0: can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, fine. Screw my habits. Let's get on to the news. All right. What do you got this weekend?
2: He, again, Rupert Grant is going to do <clears throat> another TV show. I mean, how many TV shows have we talked about about Rupert Grant being in?
0: That is never uh, happens. Ron Weasley. Yes, Ron Weasley right.
2: from the Harry Potter series. Yes, he's doing another U.S. television show. Um, yeah, it's going to be about the the that movie Snatch.
0: Okay, it's, about the movie. No, Snatch?
2: Not, not directly the movie Snatch, but it's going to be along those lines of of that movie. The guy. Ritchie. Okay. 2000 movie, 2000, uh, uh, because
0: so far, every TV show that's been made from a movie has been such a hit. Yes. I'm sure <laughs> the guys at rush hour are going, Oh, this is such a great idea. The people. Is that still on? No, it's not. They canceled. <laughs> that's my point. And <laughs> How then, about
2: the other one? The well, lethal
0: weapons coming out. Oh, uh, it's so not but out you, yet. It's not out yet. It comes out, I think this, uh, this September, but you got to say that these guys got to be nervous because of rush hour didn't make a month on air or two months on air they got to be feeling the heat. They're going, no, no, everyone loves Leather Weapon. Because no one, everyone hated Rush Hour. Like,
2: Well, I mean, you know, there was also some successful shows that were from movies.
0: Okay. I can name three. Give it to me. Highlander. Okay. All right. All right.
2: Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Okay. And I forgot the third one. Oh. <laughs> Give me a second. It was in my head. That everyone... Well, okay.
0: Well, see, the thing the beauty of the Highlander one. It was a diff- oh, uh Oh,
2: uh, Stargate.
0: Okay. All right. Yeah. All right, Ed. You have you have you have proven your geek cred. That is a good one. Yes. All right.
2: So I'm just saying, you know, I mean, it's, it's possible. It, it's a possibility. But let's face it; those three movies that were mentioned, that were successful TV shows, weren't as like successful box office. Hits. Well,
0: no, they weren't. They they weren't. They're and, mediocre. And I think too that with um, a movie that with Highlander. You had the premise of the movie that could be sequelized. So therefore, because it's sequelized, it's it's easier to work into a television show. Right. Bad guy of the week, you know, arcing storyline. Same with Buffy. Like when Joss had the chance to do it on TV, he gave it broader scope. Yes. Um, Stargate, was Stargate was, Stargate, the other, was same, the, kind same kind of thing. thing. It
2: was just going through the Stargate and, and plan, exploring
0: other the words. There's a drive there. You use the MacGuffin of that item to help propel the storyline. All right. Makes sense. You know, like, I'm in. Yeah. A Lethal Weapon were kind of self-contained movies, just with two lovable characters. Same with the Rush Hour movies. I mean, yeah, sure, they were both cops, and you can kind of do a procedural show. But after a while, like I'd, the beauties of the Lethal Weapon movies with Mel Gibson and Danny Glover.
1: Yeah.
0: I mean, as much as I like Damon Wayans, and I'm going to see that because he's in it. I don't know if I could stand the antics of Riggs and Murtaugh on a weekly basis mm-hmm. because of. Every other year, a movie, Uh, it's great. I love that movie. I'm ready to see those guys again in the next Wacky Adventure. Yes. But on a week-to-week basis, how many times... Like, how many times is Riggs going to try to commit suicide? Like, like, how many times a week is... is, (laughs)
2: His, it's going to be a, a bet place like every week is he this, this, this right is the i mean because
0: and by the fourth movie he was kind of cured of that he was just like the action adventure guy yeah but in the very first episode for the first movie he was a guy who was distraught about the, the loss of his wife right, right and he was on the edge so he's like my life is over so i'm gonna push it if i got if i get if i die during the course of my job so be it mm-hmm. and then the second you know and, and then you see the, the arc of his character the second movie and third movie and the fourth movie but how is that going to play on a television show? Like, is it going to be that same routine? Because just from the opening stuff where, you know, when R- Riggs meets Murtaugh, it's Murtaugh, uh, Riggs basically fixes, uh, stops uh, armed robbery. Mm-hmm. But the building still blows blows up behind him after he introduces himself. Yeah. As if it's like, oh, shit. Like, hi, I'm Riggs. I'm your new partner. We're going to have fun. Boom! You're like, oh, that's not too played out. Like, hey. you know. <laughs> Like, all right, let's see how it happens every week. Yeah. You know? So so what what's what is Ron Weasley like it's just based off a of snatch, or... it's
2: based off a of snatch. I mean they they it's kinda of like like this it's based off actually a live this series is gonna be based off a real life heist that actually happened. Oh, okay. And they're they're gonna play off of that and it's gonna also have uh Dugray Scott in it and Ed Westwick is also gonna be a part of this um and basically it's just like a, it's gonna be a heist series basically and it's, and it's not it's gonna be like planned out it's not like there's gonna be a heist of the week and you know? oh
0: so well like let's le- leverage like there's a heist a week but so this one's like hey we're gonna do this heist and, and next episode is this is how we're gonna get into the district and the next episode is gonna be oh, like, this okay, like We need this.
2: yeah so like uh, we need a cast of people and yeah
0: every know, week it'd be like hey we need the wacky card guy yes. and yeah uh, all right.
2: I don't see it really doing really well. And like I said, I haven't seen anything Rupert Grint in America has done I think successful besides Harry Potter. So uh, You
0: know what, though? But maybe he can kind of, like, again, I think maybe these people just want to try. Like, I honestly don't think Rupert needs to actually work. I'm sure he's got that fuck you, Harry Potter movie, money yes. movie money, movie money. Well,
2: maybe. I, I think, though, like, even if you're in, because I think as yes, Imagine he's in his 20s at this point.
0: Um, probably late 20s. Late 20s. Maybe.
2: So it's like something like, like you, you want to kind of have a career, you know, you just don't want to do these Harry Potter movies because when's up, what, when the, what would you do if, if you were out of the limelight? Cause after so much time of Harry Potter disappearing, you know, now we're going to have a sure. movie, which he's not going to be in. How far is this going to go? Like how, like. He, you're going to see him end up in Comic-Con, you know, like or, or, or Wizard World. You know, he's going to do the tour, you know, and in and, and Chlubb with uh, uh, Virgil from the... <laughs> and the Hulk, Lou the <laughs> three of them are going to be in a booth together, signing autographs. Oh, he
0: was born in 1988. So, quick, do math. 27. Thank you. Yeah, you go. Maybe
3: 28, yeah. depending on when his birthday is. August. So, he's he it's August turned. 24th, yeah. So he just turned twenty-eight.
0: Yeah. Well, um, you know, as I heard it once before, and I've repeated it many times on the show, relevancy is a hell of a drug. Like, I mean, do you want to fade into the distance, or do you want to give your face out there? It just depends on on your choices, I guess. Yeah. I mean, I'm
2: not saying he's a bad actor. I'm sure he's going to do no. very well in a lot of different things that he would try. But I mean, like there was like there was a comic book show that he was going to be involved in. He didn't right. he didn't see light of day. He, there was a superhero show that he was going to be. That involved didn't see that light away. Yeah.
0: He also was just recently in a movie with the guy Ron Perlman um, about the they couldn't they wanted to try to get um, and they okay the story goes for those people who believe that we didn't land on the moon. Mm-hmm. There was a story that NASA tried the government tried to hire. Um, not Roman Pulaski, but the other guy. Um, oh, God, why can't I think of... Fuck, it's killing me. Um, he was in Moonwalkers. That's the name of the movie.
2: Uh... The plot
0: of the movie. After failing to locate the legendary Stanley Kubrick, an unstable CIA agent must instead team up with a CD rock band manager to develop the biggest con kind of all time, staging the moon landing. Okay. So it's got Ron Perlman and Rupert Grimm. Rupert is the CD rock band manager And Ron Perlman is the CIA guy Okay The trailer looks funny And I think it's on Netflix So I'm probably going to want to watch it We might have to watch it Because I know you like uh, Ron Perlman Sure (laughs) Clay from No, I know know who it
3: is But you're like, I know you like him I actually hate Clay in Sunday Really? Yeah I'm so anti-Clay So I'm like, I mean, I know who he is
0: You like the actor, don't you?
3: I don't think she does. I think we had a conversation where
2: yeah. she, oh. she wasn't too thrilled about Ron Perlman.
0: All right. Okay.
3: Thank you, yeah, Ed, yeah, yeah. for remembering okay. a conversation that we had.
0: All right. You like Harry Harry Potter movies, right?
3: I mean, yeah, Harry's okay. It's, oh, it's not that I dislike Harry Potter. Right. The books definitely weren't my thing, only because I was worried about other stuff. But um, one of my childhood best friends loved Harry Potter, was like the Harry Potter fan of everyone that I knew. Mm. Um, so she would constantly talk my ears off about it. She's unfortunately passed away. But she would constantly talk about Harry Potter and talk my ear off and blah, 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 blah. I have a tattoo for her. And at one point in time, I was thinking about redoing the tattoo that I had. So because I don't feel like reading all the books, I was like, well, I'm just going to watch all the movies. So it took me, I don't know, probably like two weeks to actually want to sit down and like watch all the movies in order. So Mm -hmm. I've seen them all. I know everything that happens. I think I was too late on Harry Potter. You know, like, because I didn't fall in love with it when it was, like, at its peak, now I'm just kind of like, huh, it's Harry Potter. I like <sighs> it, but, like, it's not, it's not my thing. You know, so, I mean, sure, if you want to watch this movie on Netflix and blame it on me, quote-unquote, liking Ron Perlman and Harry Potter, we can do that. No, no, it wasn't blaming <laughs> on you.
0: It was trying to bring you into something that I will be like, well, you kind of... Because it's hard to find things that you'd be excited about the same way I am.
3: Just tell me that you're excited and I'll be excited. All right,
0: okay. <laughs> Baby, I'm excited to see Moonwalker. Let's go see that movie. We're watching it. All right, all right. Okay, what else you got in the article? <laughs> <laughs> all right, well... Uh,
2: <laughs> Sarah Paulson, she is joining the cast of Ocean's Eight or Ocean's Ocho. (laughs) Who's Sarah Paulson? (laughs) (laughs) She was in American Horror Story and American Crime Story, and she's the eighth cast member to join the Ocean's Eight or AKA Ocean's Ocho cast.
0: Why do they have to make it? Why? Why do they have to go? You know, Ocean's Ocho. I, is that to bring in the diverse diversity crowd? I
2: don't know. This is, of course, the female version of right. Ocean's 11, right? And, of course, it's going to be. <coughs> so, it-
0: a, right away, you're telling me that they couldn't find 11 lead actresses. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, she joins the cast of Sandra Bullock, Kate Blanchett, R- Rihanna, Anne Hathaway, Helen Bottom Carter, Mindy Kaling, and mm-hmm. Aquafina? <laughs> Aquafina. That's the main. So it doesn't sound like
0: there's any Latin American actor in that. So why again, say oh, Joe, I don't know. That's what, <laughs> that's what the
2: article says. Right. Just Just, right. just read so the copy. Right. They rounded out the eight. They rounded the eight. Yes. Good for them. <laughs> uh, of course, it's going to be directed by uh, Gary Ross, who did free state of Jones and hunger games. Okay. And uh, he was also a producer film. And, uh, it's going to of course, be in combination to George Clooney, uh, films, uh, a production company.
0: Well, yeah, George Clooney's got his own production company.
2: Uh, Belt Bullock's going to play Danny Ocean's ex-con sister. <laughs> That's how they're going to tie
0: it in? Yes. So they're hoping this movie takes off so they can do like Ocean's, like say there was Ocean's 11 and the Ocean's 8 so they can do an Ocean's 19 movie where it's all of them together in a movie. <laughs> like, I, well, as they get It's Ocean's, like the Avengers eight, eight, of... <laughs>
2: Ocean's 8, 9, and 10, and then of course it'll be uh, Ocean's 24
0: well, there's right. yeah, oceans, yeah, 11. oceans, 11, 12 and thirteen actually, yes. and then oceans eight, so that would be oceans twenty one. Yeah, you know? I mean, if they
2: do what they do a trilogy of movies. Yeah, right. Always like, oh, have to bring another cast. We'll, what
0: we'll do is we'll do like oceans eight, nine, and ten, right, and then we'll have ten end where hypothetically oceans eleven would start, and then that way you can have oceans eight through thirteen all be t- tied together in one oceans universe. And then have Ocean's 14 where they all join up to do something wacky. Yes. It'll be the Avengers of the Ocean's movies.
2: Well, the the shooting will begin and uh, expected to begin this October in New York. And Olivia Milch and of course Gary Ross co wrote the Screen together, so that's what they're doing. And if, they're, if they don't think there's going to be a cameo of, uh, they don't George Clooney's, Clooney's not going to walk voice. in and go
0: Hey, what's up, I'm George Clooney? Yeah, you know. <laughs> uh, Yeah, I'll have to see a trailer before I make my like,
1: I'm a huge, I'm a
0: huge fans of the ocean movies. I love them all. Even the original. So, I mean, the original being the oceans 11 with Sammy David jr. And, uh, Frank Sinatra. Right. I I love all the ocean. I love a good heist film TV show. Mm. So I'm going to have to wait to see the trailer because I'm, I, my fear is the ghostbusters backlash. Because let's face it, we talked about in the show before that Ghostbusters, the female version of Ghostbusters, has, lost, has supposedly lost almost $100 million for Sony. Yes. So there's got to be some sort of a animosity there if they're going to do an all-females-oceans movie.
2: I don't. I really don't see that because this is not really comedy based as much. I mean, like there is some humor in the oceans sure. in movies with uh, Clooney. Yeah, but I mean it's more of a heist epic. So I mean that's the kind of thing I think they're going to do, and I think they could pull that off with the cast if they I have. Mean, you I'm, know,
0: I like Sandra Bullock. Uh, the rest of the cast I'm like okay with, but I don't know. I got. Like I said I got to see a trailer. I, I do. You know.
2: I mean, they're going to have to wow me. I'm not. I'm not saying like, oh, I'm going to see this movie without even right. seeing a trailer. I'd be like. If I see it and go, ooh, you know, that doesn't look, like, tempting at all, then I'm, you know, going to pass. But Right. Uh, definitely, though, know, it's it's piqued my interest. Let's put it that way.
0: All right, what else you got there, Ed?
2: Uh, the Rock. He is in the Fast and Furious uh, movies now, as, yes. as you know. Yes, as I do. It's
0: the only f- reason why I watch his movies exactly
2: now. Right. But, you know, he wasn't the original uh, consideration for that part. Who was it? It was... Um, <laughs> you might want to highlight that first I did highlight I highlighted too much on this one uh, Tommy Lee Jones was the uh, the uh,
0: actually <laughs> <laughs> okay I can see the idea of why Tommy Lee Jones would be asked to be the character because he is a, a more of a military kind of guy well so, they,
2: they like they based it off of his from um, the fugitive, fugitive right exactly makes
0: sense I, again that's the first thing I thought of when you said it was going to be him I'm like all right, kind of reminds me of his, you know, f- fugitive role, that they spun a movie off into that, you know, his character. But, I mean, let's face it, Tommy Lee Jones really doesn't do action movies. You know what I mean? Not I'm, anymore, I'm, really. Right. I'm, yeah, but I don't remember him really doing, like, high explosive, spy explosive there action. There was one, actually,
2: there was one movie I saw on cable, and I don't remember this. Movie, I don't, <laughs> I don't remember what it is. But, I know. I mean, like, I never seen it. before a
0: fever dream. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, I, I actually saw it on cable. And I, I don't know the, remember the name of the title. But it had uh, fuck. I knew. I knew as, as soon as I. I gotta look this up. So <laughs> talks amongst yourselves,
1: kids. Hero. Okay. Well, I,
0: I have IMDb up, and All I'm right. looking at his. His. Uh, let's see. Let's see. There's the fugitive, thrill, of the chase. That was a short. Um, Men in Black Three, which is more of a comedy action, and he was more of Will Smith's straight man. So, um,
2: well, this one he played a bad guy in, and it was it was basically like like. Uh, uh, Irish, uh, you know, uh, of uh, the, uh, not mafia, the, uh, the Irish resistance, uh, you know, uh, that, that's, I forget the IRA it's called. And, uh, basically, uh, I can't, I want to know the other actor's name that's in this because it's, it's one of those, it's one of those actors that I I know of and I can't think of the name, like right off the top of my head. It bothers the crap out of me. So I got to find him real quick here so I can,
0: uh, it wasn't Jeff Bridges, was it? Yes, it was. That's the one. Ah! Yes. Okay.
2: Jeff Bridges was was the star. He was like this cop who was part of the former IRA team, but he became a cop in Boston. Okay. And then Tommy Lee Jones is set as a serial bomb uh, 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 explosives in, in, in Boston. So Tommy Lee Jones has to track him down, but doesn't realize it's him until the very end of the movie where he finds his hideout. And then you know realizes it, and then you know they they fight fight to the end, and it's it was a really bizarre movie. I think it was like eighties, looks like maybe, maybe early nineties. It was it was one of those movies that's like I've never heard of it. I saw it. And I'm like on TV because it was something else when it flipped it on the you know the you know Comcast. That's why it was blown so away. Blown away. Called. That's
0: yes. It's an Irish bomber escapes from prison and targets a member of the Boston bomb squad. But again, I wouldn't actually say it was an action movie. It was more of a pl- like a thriller because. It's not like Tommy Lee Jones is running through a hell of bullets and kind of going, yippee be you motherfucker!
2: There was some you know? good fight scenes in with Tommy Lee Jones in it, with the uh, uh, bat, gun battles and then f- uh, fist fights. and you know. I remember of. seeing
0: that in the theaters. Did you? Yeah, that and then the other... Because Jeff Bridges, I think it was Jeff Bridges also played in another movie with... Um, what's Tim his, Robbins? Tim Robbins. Yes. Where it was basically felt like the same kind of movie with him in I had one I, I, well, I did see in the
2: theaters, and I wish I didn't.
0: <laughs> um, it was called Mulholland
2: Drive or something like
0: that? Or... No, not Mulholland Drive but I think there is a drive in it Drive, yeah, some kind um, of uh... The street that they Abington, Arlington Road
2: Arlington Road I know it was a street there was, It was a street name yeah. It was something
0: <laughs> Yeah, in Arlington Road It is a A man begins to suspect his neighbors Are not what they appear and their secrets could be deadly. Yeah, he winds up being like a homegrown terrorist of some sort. But yes. it's still, again, bombs were involved. So it felt like, and that was in 99. Yes. And so it felt like Jeff Bridges was just like he was the the guy cop that you went to when there was a bomb guy around. Yes. <laughs> All right. I mean, okay, so The Rock got the role. Yes.
2: Good for him. Yes, apparently a woman named uh, Jan Kelly... Said I would love to see the two work together on screen, being Vin Diesel and The Rock. Doing with the Rock, yes. So that's how it kind of came to be. Who Jan Kelly is, I don't know. But apparently, somebody she made that statement, and they go, "Hey, let's do that. Let's get the Rock." Well, going and on now it
0: screen. is. It's, it's kind of like an idea of, "Hey, you can say if you have enough pull, if you know the right person, go. you know what it would be cool? I'd like to see The Rock take on Vin Diesel. And someone goes, "I think we make that happen. Let's go. Let's go ask him." Like Now, how many times have someone said, hey, I would like to play this person, and next thing you know, the odds of them becoming that person is you're like, that's great casting because they, they're they eager about the role.
2: Well, you know, speaking of that, I, I do have an article. Get out of here, that's really? That's kind of like wow. one of those lines. I, I, I thought this was kind of funny, so I, I I brought it, and let me find it real quick here.
0: <laughs> Since I accidentally segwayed into it? Yes. All there right. It is, there
2: it is. There it guys. Uh, Deadpool 2. Yeah, there's a lot of talk of who characters who are going to be in it and that right. kind of thing.
0: They, they, yeah, they wanted a... Uh, and one,
2: one of the ones was actually Domino, who, who is the love interest of of uh, Deadpool in the comics. Okay. And who was going to play it. Right. And apparently this woman, Mackenzie Phillips, was up for the role. Okay. And Mackenzie Phillips, to people who don't know who she is, which I, I think you probably don't because she's on a show called, on AMC called uh, Halt and Catch Fire. It's about the uh, early 80s... Uh, uh, computer
1: wars
0: right yeah you mentioned on the show yes. a couple times me. i have yet to it's now on netflix so i haven't really decided to watch it yet
1: Go yes
2: ahead. and the the season three is actually started right now this is the last week so anyway um she they thought she would be the perfect role so they sat down with her in an interview i think uh uh one of the one of the magazines yeah whatever i don't it doesn't really matter <laughs> and uh she says uh you know i i know I, i've never been approached um It sounds very interesting, but nobody's nobody's contacted me. Nobody has, you know, yet to say, you know, like, you know, come for an audition or or talk to me about it. So, the rumors that you hear are not true. It's just, you know, it's made up.
0: That's kind of it. Sounds like it's the rumor of uh, the for Spider-Man Homecoming. Now, again, are two conflicting stories. One, the girl playing Mary Jane. Yes, they've made a big stink about because she's African American, but. And, like, it was, like, one site mentioned it, and the reason why they thought she was Mary Jane is because she dresses frumpy in the scenes that they had, which I couldn't understand. Why would that... How could you spin that into Mary Jane? Mm-hmm. And, of course, that made the internet lose their shit. Like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. And, you know, right away, it all gets, you know, blown out of proportion. Depression, right. Because then a little later on that day, which no one made reference to, they actually had the, the, the call sheet leaked, and she was actually playing um, a different character... Not at all, Mary Jane. Actually, the character winds up being a white tiger.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, so you're like, "Wow, well, way to go, internet! You really fucked this one up." And again, you know, like uh, either way. I mean, if she's Mary Jane. I don't care. Nice. If she's white tiger. I don't care either. I just can't wait to see the Spider Man movie. So I, I, know we didn't bring it up on the show because it was like one of those articles. Where you're just like. Well, I was yeah. looking
2: for the retraction. I couldn't find that. I, couldn't like, know, I, I on
0: could, the internet? Yeah, I couldn't,
2: <laughs> I couldn't find that, like, like saying, no, it's not her. Right. It, all I saw was the whole, like, rumor mill right. spinning and everybody up in arms. And I'm like, I don't really want to bring that to to the show, because that's just kind of stupid.
0: No, I completely agree. <laughs> um, let's see. See, like, even, it's funny. Uh, IMDb has her, Zendaya, has her uh, listed as Mary Jane Watson.
1: <laughs> you know,
0: but it's in, it's in, like, black... Like you can't click on it, yes. I guess. Yeah, alright. I mean, whatever. I got, honestly I have no 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 care about it whatsoever. Anyway, go ahead.
2: Well, uh, you know, Supergirl, you you've became a fan of that show. You've talked yes, about it. a, lot a of fan few, a few times, and uh as we all know, it's moving to the CW this uh this, this, fall. this fall. Yes, yeah. and they're saying one character is going to get more showtime than other characters.
0: Oh please be Ally McBeal. Please be Ally McBill, Please be Ally McBeal. Who is it?
2: No, it's not Ally McBeal. Shit. <laughs> it's Martian Manhunter.
0: Okay. You know what? All right. I, I'm okay with that because he's actually a really good character on the show. Okay. Like I remember um, there was a while back with David S. Goyer, that douchebag of a writer. <laughs> he's kind of hit or miss at writing stuff. Yes. He basically slammed about like Justice League not having Martian Manhunter, and he's like, what are you going to do with him because he's a nobody character, blah, blah, blah. Like, really slamming that. And then it was also the same interview that he slammed She-Hulk, saying that she was just designed to be a sex object for the Hulk, completely not knowing his background, considering that she's the Hulk's cousin. Right. But, like, whatever. So to see his character be done on a television show, and done phenomenally well, too, by the right. way, it kind of, it's like, this is the reason why I don't think queer should be writing anything for DC, because... Anything that he touches seems to be kind of like, eh, as far as writing goes. Like, he's hit or miss.
2: Well, that's the thing. We, we, it was, he was. For a long time, it was a lot of great hits, and there was a few misses. And it was yeah. like, like that thing. But I think lately anymore with him, it's been more misses than hits. Yeah. And that's, that's what's sad about it. I mean, he, he had the, the, the 90s. He had kind of like the, the pulse of it. He could really write stuff that makes things go, you know what? I, I see that character. I, I can understand that storyline. But lately, it's been like ooh, kind of like, teasing okay. out a little hey, bit here. I, I do have
0: here. You go. Here's here's a list of his hit and misses. Ready? Um, okay. First, he kind of I'm going to say Dark City. He did the screenplay for. It. Okay. That's a, a cult classic of a hit. I. Right. Then he follows it up with Nick Fury, Agent of Shield. That's the TV show. Right. Then it was Blade. I would say Blade was a good movie, movie. for its time. Right. Then follow Freaky Link Zigzag. He wrote Blade Two and Blade Trinity. Which weren't the best of the series. Um, then he did Puppet Master versus d- d- Demonic Toys, <laughs> but then he also wrote the screenplay for Batman Begins. Okay, all right. You know what? That's that was a good solid hit. Right. You know, not as great as The Dark Knight, which I don't. Which he did. He had a story, but I don't think he wrote the screenplay. Mm-hmm. So it was like, hey, you know, it'd be great if we get the Joker in this one. there is your story. And this is what can be the overall arcing plot. And someone actually with probably a little bit more talent figures out how to do
1: it. Right.
0: But then he also did um,
2: well, you know, Ghost I- Rider
0: Spirits of Vengeance. Ooh. The Dark Knight <laughs> Rises. The story. Just a story. Um, uh, Man of Steel screenplay. Dark Knight in the Playroom, whatever that is. Constantine the TV show, which I heard was good. Didn't have a great following. Right. Um, da Vinci's Demons, Batman vs Superman, John Dawn of Justice. Uh, yeah. So I mean, hit and misses. Right. So I I don't like. second, like, right, it is what it is.
2: Well, that's the thing. I mean, like like we were. I think at one point because of Marvel, that Blade movie, he had pretty much everything. Because, right. But let's face it, Marvel was on its last legs right. at that point, and they they put this movie out there, going we're putting all our eggs in one basket. Let's hope for the best. Right. And then all of a sudden this became a big hit for Marvel. And they're like, well, what else can we do? You know, and that's how I ended up with X-Men and Spider-Man. And, and then, of course, the whole Marvel universe as it is today. I mean, yeah. I,
0: mean I hope that, you know, the the, the amount of play that Martian Manhunter going to get now. Well, it's the
2: thing. He is going to get it basically because he's considered the last Martian.
0: Right. And that,
2: that actually they're going to bring his uh, uh, niece, I think it is.
0: Uh, okay, she becomes one of the Teen Titans. I always forget her name. Yes. Well,
2: it's Miss Martian is what the, okay. they're calling her. And uh, she's going to be actually on the show a little bit, too.
0: Makes sense, because if so. you know, she's, she's supposed to be young enough, she can be interact with Supergirl a little bit more yeah. and bring somebody else to the party that you can have bounce from show to show. Mm-hmm. Because, let's say, now with with Supergirl, I'm gonna have, like, let's face it, CW is, is Supergirl, Arrow, The Flash, Legends of Tomorrow. All they need is like another if she, if we call it, if Ms. Martian takes off, spin off into her own show, five nights a week, nothing but, you know, DC comic characters covering your television yeah. on a on a day, night on a nightly basis at this point, you know, all right, you know, I'm in. Mm-hmm. As long as they handle her character, and I think her character from, I remember, from the Teen Titans, the Young Justice show, mm-hmm. she was complex, and she was, you know, it was a good character, so.
2: Yeah, I mean, they're, they're also going to, they're going to kind of deal with the fact that, like, he he was always considered he thought he was with the last one. Right. Of course, now he's not, and now he's got to deal with that. Like the, right, uh, like issue. oh
0: shit! I thought I was special. Now I'm not because there's two of us. And she to be my niece. Fuck! Like
2: <laughs> <laughs> can't even bump her off. Right,
0: son of a bitch. No, I was the last Martian. Now I guess I'm the second to last Martian because you're younger than me. <laughs> All right, what else, you got there in the news?
2: Um, Comcast. Let's talk about Comcast a little bit. Actually, they 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 inked a deal with uh.
0: That was the chair. That wasn't me. Okay. Sorry. Right. I would probably go, yeah, that was me. But it was. It was the chair.
2: <laughs> if the chair stinks, we'll know it's you. But as it hasn't yet. It's all right. Uh, let's move on. Okay. Uh, they just inked a deal, though, with uh, DreamWorks Animation. They bought them.
0: Comcast bought DreamWorks.
2: Yeah, that's right. For $3.88 $3. million.
0: $3.8 million? That's right. Wow, that is a fucking steal considering Disney paid $4 billion for Star Wars yeah I mean you th- I mean you bought Disney bought a property versus
2: a company, a company
0: for 3.8 million yes Jesus we could have made a bid <laughs> <You> know,
2: like-,
0: <laughs> like if uh, Disney was willing to go it that cheap
2: <laughs> we could have thrown an extra
0: what we could have started a couple of Kickstarter <laughs> you know help uh, help geeksters buy dreamsworks you know <laughs> Geekster is the movie geekster is a TV show. Geeks are the flamethrower. <laughs> yeah. Kids love this one. <laughs> <laughs> so, so what are they going to do with it? Uh, they, they don't say. Basically. They don't say. No,
2: they'll be, the be the, the, of course, DreamWorks uh, has their chief. It's, uh, Jeffrey, uh, Katzenberg. He will remain chairman of DreamWorks, uh, New Media is basically, so he's going to be the, the head, uh, the hot uh, right there. Yeah. And, uh, he will just consult with uh, NBC Universal and what's going on and and what's you know what's going to happen. And uh, they I mean they've they've made some money in the last. Uh, they made uh, the second quarter. They said they generated $21.8 dollars, which was up from the uh, uh, dismal nine point something last year. So they did okay. Really so up. they're on an upswing, but you thing. but not.
0: They're not making the Disney future, money, or right.
2: What what the future holds for them, we don't know. But now Comcast owns them. So I, the thing for me is, is, what what kind of properties you're going to see now? Like Dreamwork characters are going to be now like interlaced with what uh Comcast is doing with the channel. You'll
0: and, probably see like uh, brought to you by Shrek, like, you know? yeah. <laughs> like anything that Dreamwork owns. I mean, I guess you know, like like. Like the Shrek, you'll see Shrek fifteen now. Like yeah. they're just gonna be chugging out direct to video movies He's and stuff. Right, yeah, like the Minions. Well, no, that's Illumination, which isn't. I think that's an offshoot of DreamWorks, so they probably didn't get them. No. So, yeah, still all right. Well, actually,
2: I, no, they because no, NBC Universal owns them. Right. So yeah, so that's part of the whole conglomerate I, I as want, well.
0: Okay, now. For those people who don't know, their their headquarters is here in Philadelphia. Yes. They have that big, giant tower downtown. Mm-hmm. I wonder if they'll, like, dress that up now, like, as a giant minion for, like, the holidays or stuff like that. <laughs> like, <laughs> or you're going to see, we call it the, the, the William Penn statue on top of City Hall replaced with a minion. <laughs> <laughs> in, like, a tri-fold hat. Right?
3: <laughs> So I went ahead and looked up some of some DreamWorks movies. Yeah. yeah. Um, because I worked with kids, I know a lot of these movies and have seen like a good chunk of them, right. but I'm only going to name the ones that I know for a fact are popular. Um, they did the Croods. That was actually a really, really good movie. I made right. your nephew watch it for the first time the other day. Fun fact. <laughs> okay. Um, they did Shrek. Y'all know that they own how to train your dragon.
0: How to Ooh, Train Your Dragons really, really yeah. popular
3: and has its own TV show now. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, on Netflix and on TV.
0: Oh, my God. A giant toothless mm-hmm. hanging on top of that building. Oh, great. Um,
3: they <laughs> did that, that movie, B-movie, which, you know, I like the I movie. I got to be honest,
0: the B-movie, I would say, is an underrated movie. Yeah. I was really enjoyable. Did you see that one? Yes, I did. I liked it. I thought it was really good. I didn't see the whole thing. But what I saw, I was like, wow, this is a really solid movie.
2: Um, it's, it's a shame
0: that you, you obviously shaking head. You didn't like it.
2: Nah, I mean, I mean it was an alright movie. It wasn't like like oh I hate that movie It was horrible. But it's just like it's Jerry Seinfeld's beat,
0: right? Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. it's the deal with this, honey. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah.
3: No, I, get, I get. They own Madagascar.
0: Yeah.
3: Um. Nah, that's a yeah. That's a real popular. Really right? popular. The the penguins. Third, yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah. Sure. Like now the penguins have their own show. Right. Um. They Kung Fu Panda.
1: Wow. DreamWorks has Kung wow, Fu yeah. Panda.
3: Um, there's a couple other <coughs> smaller ones. Like, they own Ants, but nothing's been done with Ants yeah, in years nothing. and years and years. They own Shark Tale, but then nothing got done with that again. Yeah, they did a,
0: a direct-to-video sequel that went nowhere.
3: Right. They did Over the Hedge. I really like the Over the Hedge movie. That one too. Like, I really liked that, but no one ever did anything with that, either. They
0: do Hoodwinked?
3: I don't think they have Hoodwinked. It's okay. not on here. And I All like right. Hoodwinked, the first right. and the second one. So, um, they did Monsters vs. Aliens. I liked that movie. Me, too. Um, they did the flushed away movie that I didn't even see where the rats get flushed in the toilet. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh,
2: see? I, I
0: didn't see that one. I yeah. didn't see it either. Now, um, now, now I'm interested.
3: They did.
2: Your, your interest will drop after 30 minutes. Oh, all
0: right.
3: <laughs> what? Well, okay. Now I'm glad that I didn't watch it.
1: <laughs> you'll,
2: you'll flush it away.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um,
3: they have some movies that aren't children's movies. Okay. Um, <laughs> DreamWorks owns Sweeney Todd, and I didn't know that (laughs) until just now. Um, They did Tropic Thunder. They did Gladiator. um, Yeah, they they had some
1: hits. They
3: did Transformers.
0: There you go. There you go. That's where the slide starts. (laughs) (laughs) So
3: um, DreamWorks seems to have a little bit more than just...
2: Well, this is, yeah. this is not just DreamWorks. This is just DreamWorks animation. It's not.
3: Okay, okay. so it is just. Yeah, so not their movies. Right, it's but just... still. I'm not going to go change it up Sweeney so Todd on me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, okay, but yeah, but still, just from the list of animated movies that she hit, they're all home runs. I mean, Madagascar, the Kung no, Fu I mean, no, Pandas. I mean,
2: they, every animated movie that DreamWorks has made has made money. It's not like they've,
0: it's just it's surprising for three point eight million dollars.
3: It's just yeah, like why? Why is that all they sold it for? Yeah, what happened?
0: Like with all those properties and all those. Yeah,
3: I mean, I, I the article doesn't get
2: it right. Spe- doesn't, but I like, can speculate. Ooh, let's speculate. Let's, let's speculate. This is the
0: fun of the show. Let's speculate.
2: Like every other like big organization that has all these subgroups, you figure their animation departments probably not like on their list like of radar of like looking into what are you doing now? Like what animation project? Are you working on? Then they go. Oh we're working on this. It's like okay, great. You know, like when they did the Minions movie, they're like, all right. Well, no, they do Minions. Sorry. Let's try to, let's try to. Like we're doing Madagascar three. And you're like, well, oh, You know what? The first two made. Let's let's make three. Right. Let's go ahead. You know, we're going to do a penguin series. Oh, everybody likes those little penguins. It's right. Perfect. You know. And they just walk away, and it's just like not. You know. But to them, it's probably like we're throwing out cash. We're not really watching where it's being spent and that kind of thing. I mean, I don't know
0: if Kung Fu Panda like broke the i'm sure it broke the top five but i don't think it was the number one movie
2: well i saw kong Pooh panda three actually a couple weeks ago right and it was it was an okay movie it wasn't you know like like the only thing i got excited for was the fact that i actually knew brian cranston was in the movie i'm like because the first two minutes i'm like i knew that voice from somewhere <laughs> where do i know him from and then he said like a way he the way he Project his voice. I'm like, oh my god, it's Brian Cranston. Like, okay,
3: he's he in the movie. work with DreamWorks a lot because he's in Madagascar three. Also, he yes. plays the tiger dude in Madagascar.
0: Well, they probably kind of have like a stable of characters. Like, right. and Brian Cranston's good with drama, drama and comedy, yeah, dramedy <laughs> Well, he's good. He's an overall phenomenal actor. So right, yeah. it makes sense. Like, you know, when you have a good voice talent that's already famous, it keep him in the folds. Like. Cause it'd be like, cause from my understanding of doing voice works for a movie, it's a couple weeks behind a thing, and then a couple right. of years later, here's the movie. Right. So it's it's quick, easy work. Right. They just and I, I use easy as a loose term because I know the actual voice technique itself isn't great. You know, it's it's hard well,
2: work. Well, I mean that's the thing. I mean it really depends on the, the, what you consider like a voice actor. I mean like Bryan Cranston. Didn't change anything. Right. It's Brian was... Cranston. You know it's Brian Cranston. Yeah, you,
0: look, you know, and I going, hey, guess what? We're in an animated movie, and I sound like this, and you sound like that. Yes, and, yes. And exactly. then three years later, we're in another one, where we still do the same voice because exactly. it's just us, right? You know? So we,
2: we do the same. We do the same. Character actors <coughs> really put into it. They do right. Bugs Bunny, you know. They do the Mel Blanc kind of the stuff real moves. animator guys. Right. Yeah, the real voice of work. You know, and they and they do all that. So that's really difficult work to do. Right. But like when you're Brian Cranston, you go, "I'm just gonna read this page until you tell me to stop." Right. You know, or, or Brian, that was great. But um, could you do that a little bit more, like in a shocked sounding voice? Okay.
0: You know. Stop. But, yeah. Stop. 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 Yeah. That was great. Can you do it one more time? I think you're crying. <laughs> stop. That was perfect.
1: <laughs> like that. Exactly. You know, that's
2: the, that's the kind of you know. That's the kind of acting that he will do for the, I mean, and I'm right. saying, you know, like Brian, leaving his name into that movie, right. gives you When you just say
0: stop, Would give us five variations. Yeah. Stop! 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 Yeah. stop! That was perfect. Exactly. <laughs> exactly.
2: That's, that's, that's like, you know, and I think for, for, for especially how low it was for 3.88.
0: 3.8 million.
2: 8 million. Did I say million or billion?
0: You said million.
1: Yeah, you did Is say i
0: I'm sorry, it's billion. It's okay. b- you bastard. So this that- whole time I'm going, boy, these guys got a cheap fucking deal considering it's, you know, Disney bought Marvel for $4 billion, Star Wars for $4 billion, $3.8 billion. Okay, now it makes sense. It
1: does
3: make sense. Yeah, now let's go into another article. where to <laughs> pop
0: that bubble, Ed. There's a good 15 minutes of comedy that you just ruined because of a typo. <laughs> uh, that's what I do here. Uh, you never know by now, I miss <laughs> three things all the time. I don't care. It was a good 15. It was solid. It was great. All right, what else you got?
2: Uh, Doug Lyman. He's going to direct a Warner Brothers picture.
0: Who's Doug Lyman? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I, should I?
2: Yes, you should look him up, because <laughs> it actually, really, there's nothing in the article that tells you what he's
0: done. <laughs> his body of work. uh Doug Liman? Yes. L-I-M-A-N? L-I-M-A-N. That's it. Okay. He produced The Bourne uh, Identity, Edge of Tomorrow, The Born Ultimatum. Uh, Attica is producing the TV show Suits. Um, all right. So he's a producer. Yes. He's going to do the
2: Dark Universe movie.
0: The Dark Universe movie? That's what it says. Dark Universe movie. And if you don't know what that is... I don't know what that is. It is Justice League Dark. Oh. Oh. So they couldn't just say Justice League Dark? They had to use Dark? They had to,
2: they had to draw you in and go, well, what the hell is uh, Dark Universal? And I'm like, oh, okay.
0: What is is it a TV show or is it that animated movie that's coming out?
2: It is going to be, Then you know, it doesn't say.
0: Because there's the, the next animated movie that's coming out, well, besides the Batman one, is supposed to be the Justice League Dark.
2: No, actually, this is going to be the live action.
0: Are they doing a TV show or a movie? I'm
2: doing a movie, apparently, because they don't have a, a, a date yet, but there's two <laughs> theres 2 untitled DC movie release dates, October 5th of 2018 and November 1st of 2019, and I think that's where those dates it's going <sighs> to land on.
0: See, now this reminds me of the story that um, uh, Guillermo del Toro was interested in doing the Justice League Dark movie, like a live action movie. Yes. And that it, 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 he mentioned it, and then it kind of faded away. Mm-hmm. And is this tied into that, or is it?
2: Yeah, it is. Actually, you're right. The Del Toro was mentioned in this article that the, the he was looking to, to work on it. Of course, it got uh, passed. Uh, they're only talking about rumors now of who's going to play who. Uh, they say Hellboy himself, Ron Perlman, will play the Swamp Thing. I think you'll appreciate that. So <laughs> Ron Perlman, Stacey. Because um, she's a huge fan, apparently. She's a huge fan, <laughs> <laughs> which I didn't know until today. Well, it's, I, you learn something every day, I swear. All right.
0: Uh, so another we'll, chance to get Rob Perlman behind makeup and not have his actual face yes, on screen. They have <laughs> Ian, Colin
2: Farrell and Ewan McGregor reporting either, uh, either one playing John
0: Constantine. Okay. Again, I got a problem with that. Yes. Because the guy on television does a phenomenal job of being Constantine so much so that they took his character and brought into arrow for a couple episodes. Mm -hmm. And then they liked him so much that he's going to be the voice of Constantine for the, the, the animated movie. Yes. Why not put him in the fucking film? Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) You didn't, but I was was getting close. (laughs) Yeah, You start to use the, it's like, I got the shield up. Like, why not just admit that you got a guy who does a great job and then it's 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 an ensemble piece. So you don't have to have major stars in an ensemble piece. You got Ron Perlman, who brings enough people to the table because of Hellboy, because of Sons of Anarchy, because of it's Ron Fucking Perlman. Like He's established enough as an actor to go. He's in that movie. I'm gonna go see it. Right.
2: I got you. Yeah, got my interest.
0: Right. You got my interest. And then you go. Okay. Well, if they're gonna have Zantana in it, you probably can get a, a big name star. But you know. But then there's the controversy. Are you gonna put her in the fishnets or are you gonna put her in a pantsuit? Mm-hmm. You know, like, fishnets. Well, fishnets. What did I say first? No, I'm. I'm. I'm oh, on yeah. the
3: fishnet team. And
0: so am I. I'm on <laughs> the fishnet side. Like, you know, but like the girl who um, did Zantana for the Smallville show. Great legs, looks great in fishnets. Hire her, like right. you know. So, I'm like, okay, well, let's just get. That's where you can work on better actors, but you don't have to have Colin Farrell be Constantine, just because it's Colin Farrell. Like, get I, get, get Keanu Reeves. <laughs> <laughs> he that did, would be
2: my first choice. Right,
0: first choice. He did it already in the movie. Why not bring him back? Yeah, yeah, you know? make more sense. <sighs> um, John Constantine. Like whoa, I'm like hunting demons. <laughs> He's too busy with John Wick too, so I, 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 he can pass on that Justice but, the Dark.
2: But they also uh, that that uh, Ben Mendelsohn is also going to be is eyed up for the primary villain of the movie. Okay, that's the only other thing. So yeah. So uh, look for it, and I'm a little uh, two, annoyed that they someone to, want to call a
0: dark universe dark universe. Like why not?
2: I mean, because it's Warner Brothers. It's fucking Warner Brothers. When are the last since Man of Steel have they made a successful? <laughs> well, let's give them go further in the back than that. I mean, you know, not like well, no, I can't because I, really, <laughs> I really can't put Batman and Robin, Batman Forever in that lump of okay. movies because they were just bad because of
0: they were just they are okay movies. They for what we had. Like, okay, we had Batman 66, and we had the Burton Batmans, and we were like, oh, my God, this is awesome. Then you had the Joe Schumacher Batman. You're like, oh, we took a deep slide. Yeah. So it's it's Batman on TV and, and movies is a very um, hilly kind of climb. Right. There's because big, there's there's peaks, there's peaks valleys. and valleys. Right. I would say the Burton Batmans is probably at the peak for the, the 80s and early 90s. Then it, it's a valley for the next two. You know, some people love it. I would say it's more... It, Batman Forever is kind of the start of the downslope because I really do enjoy that movie, but then Batman and Robin was the the, the bottom of that arc. Yeah. Then you have Batman Begins which, was was, was climb which a climb up kind of like the halfway point, and then Dark Knight was that high point of that arc, and then Dark Knight Rises one right way down, right, sorry, break back down. Yeah, now you know you might say it's a deep s- slope because Batman, Ben's Batman's kind of the, more the upswing. Yes, maybe it's kinda of like how star the Star Trek movies, every odd one's a bad movie. Yes. It's kinda of like how you gotta you feel about Batman. <laughs> eh. But my thing though is you already know you're making a Justice League movie. So if you call it the dark Justice League dark, right away you already have people going, Oh my God, they're doing that. Who's in that? You're you're building the the fan base and you're building the awareness by using the phrase Justice League.
2: I, I, I really think that the there's two reasons why they're not doing this. And this is just, of course it's just speculation. I know. That's okay.
0: I like your speculation.
2: <laughs> one is the fact is, is that I don't think they think the average movie goer when they hear Justice League Darko, what the hell is that? You know, like to them they're they Warner Brothers is worried about that that the fact that only comic book fans will get this movie. Okay. And then the second one which I just lost.
0: <laughs> the second one away. It was there. I had it and then poof, gone. All right. <laughs> Uh, I, but I get what you're saying. Like, the They want to treat their audience like they're idiots. Yes. So it's like, well, if we name it Justice League Dark, people are going to be like, well, where's where's Wonder Woman, where's Batman, where's Wonder Woman, where's Superman? Exactly. And you're going to have to explain to them, no, no, it's, it's this other thing. But by naming it the Dark Universe and you're going to say, hey, here's Constantine, people are going to be like, well, who's Man Thing and, or Swamp Thing? And you're like who's Antana? like you're still kind of you're not informing anybody but at least with justice league dark you're gonna get people going isn't that the one with superman Batman? no no it's not it's this one. Oh, okay versus the what the fuck is this but again we're not warner brothers ceos so
2: well it's the thing i i i really do i think that they should do like the take a page out of marvel's book and say let's do a bumper let's do like a justice league dark bumper okay. after justice league so that way like here's a case we can't handle, you know, as is for,
0: hey, see, uh, what do you call it? Ben Affleck walk in and talk to, uh, say Colin Farrell. Yes. You know, like, yeah. Hey, look, uh, this is a case that seems to be a little bit out of our range of believability. <laughs> 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 so, so we, need- <laughs> I mean, coming,
2: coming to this planet, a billionaire, <laughs> putting on a suit and crying, fighting crime at night. These are, these are believable. <laughs> but yet when it comes to magic,
0: no, it's beyond that, that's us. us. There that's you beyond go. us. <laughs> Superman's got a thing against magic. So here, I heard you're really good with this kind of stuff. So <laughs> here. And John Constantine's is like, okay, mate, lights up a cigarette and walks away. And you're going, who the fuck's that? And bang. I'll, I'll I guess some- it's
2: going to be very hard because he's spoken. <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> I'll, I'll uh, what do you call it? I'll, I'll assemble my team and we'll take care of it. And you're like, what? And then he's, like, he lights a cigarette and walks off, and you see, like, maybe Swamp Thing behind him shambling after him, yeah. kind of. You're like, oh. Or maybe Zantana walks through a portal, and it goes. <laughs> yeah. F-f-. So, you know, you're like, oh, okay. So people go, who's that? Who's the girl in the fishnets? Did... did she pull a rabbit out of her head? Like, and why? Why do I have a boner? Why, it's, my, it's a mystic <laughs> boner. <laughs> it it's opens magical. A, It opens a portal to a new world. And why is that guy in a trench coat that... Why didn't, they get John, why didn't they get Keanu Reeves? Or what about the other guy? What about Those the TV guy people? on the TV show? Why yeah. didn't they get him? Who, wh- why is, who's Colin What? <laughs> <laughs> Bullseye's coming back?
1: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, wow. All right, let, let's do one more, and then we'll one go... One more. One more, and then we'll do more articles for bonus materials for our faithful podcast listeners. It's got to...
2: Pick well, I got, I got, I got, I got three more, but I only want to do one because I okay. yeah, one was. Yeah, I think, but I'll talk about this one. Uh, Brian Singer teases late Legion, which is a X Men TV show.
0: Okay.
2: Uh, F-S- FXX is doing a show called Legion. Okay. And it's based on the uh, X Men characters, not the primary characters Not the ones we all know and so, love. Not the ones you see in the films, and you you know want to see. In it's series. like they're Justice
0: League Dark guys. <laughs> <laughs> it's the one no one ever talks about, but everyone seems to have like their favorite character. Out yes. of group. All right.
2: And uh, the way the way he presents it is the fact is is that is it going to be a part of the X Men film series uh, right away?
0: You got yeah. it's like Brian Singer's name attached to it, and someone's going to be excuse me, Brian, is that going to be part of the new universe that you just created at there? And then the response was no.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, it's going to be it's going to be uh, on its own, standalone, a standalone show basically. But it doesn't mean that like what the universe is going in the movies isn't going to be mentioned in the fact of the TV. Okay,
0: show. so kind of like how Daredevil and Jessica Jones are in the Marvel universe, they don't have anything directly related to those other characters. Right. However, they have mentioned the attack on New York, referring to the Avengers movie. Exactly. So something could happen in the X Men movies, and then
2: you talk about like what's, it's like well from the like the X Men Apocalypse and how right uh, I forget what the Middle East got destroyed through Apocalypse right and then, and then you know they might talk about it in the show gotcha you know or or, or maybe go to the or torn t- area and, and see it for the first hand
0: or right or something happens that like yeah sure they uh, apparently the other guys beat Apocalypse but he still has to deal with. His other horsemen that all of a sudden come out of nowhere. Exactly. You know, like these other, because you're going to have people who worship Apocalypse who are going to want to come out of the woodworks to try to avenge his death. And that's where the big guns couldn't be bothered with those people because they got bigger fish to fry. So send in the B group, which is the Legion, because they can go a a bad guy for the week. Yes. Gotcha. Yeah.
1: Well, it just sounds
2: better than the Fox's show. Fox has another show coming out. This is on the same article, by the way. Okay. Uh, apparently, it's going to be a, about a family whose kid, they find out their kids have uh, ex, uh, mutant abilities.
0: It's been done before.
2: Yes, I know. But apparently, Five thinks it's a brand new idea. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so it's, they're going to be on the run. And, of course, they're going to find other uh, people with mutant abilities to help them along the way as they're on the run from the government.
0: Okay. Do you remember the show I'm talking about?
2: I'm thinking it was uh, Mutant X.
0: No, no. I was talking about ABC. Did a show with Julie Benz and the guy who played in, um, who played the thing in the Fantastic Four movies. They were a family that they got special abilities. She got, he got super strength. Yes, yes. She got speed. Yes. And it was like this whole like family drama type thing that got canceled like the moment it came on TV. Because I remember watching the first couple episodes and going. Oh, well, it's got Julie Benz in it. I met her per, in for, person, so she's kind of cool. I'll, I'll support that. And she was darling from the Buffy and Angel show, so I'm all behind that. Yeah. But then all of a sudden it came and went, and it was just like, oh. So it sounds like kind of the same thing. Yes. It's like, oh, our kid has immune abilities. How are we going to handle that as parents? And the kid runs away, and he meets a wacky oh, band. Fox,
2: of-, of course, has the, you know, the whole X-Men arsenal that they can play with. Yeah, it's, and I don't think it's going to do well. I really don't. I, I think this is going to bomb, like that show, <laughs> uh, basically.
0: That you know what I do have an art. I have a kind of an article, something that I read on the news. It has to do with Gotham, mm-hmm. the TV show Gotham, and the showrunner, the stuff that he said over the past weekend. I don't know if you pulled. No, I did not. Okay. W- well, what we'll do is we'll we'll wrap it up here. All right. And when we get to, to well, not
2: only will you tease that, but I have an article about Gandalf the Grey
0: off the ground yes
2: we'll talk about that in the world's worst sir sir yes right we'll talk about him okay and then also the fact that i forgot that i did something this week that i'm going to share with you as on the podcast
0: oh now say i don't know what that is but all right. you do not no, already...
2: nobody knows what i
0: did but <laughs> i, I will... killed a man
2: <laughs> <laughs> just to watch him die all
0: right um yeah i will look up that article when we get back to the studio and then, then you can prepare your stuff, and then we'll 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 figure it all out then. That sounds great. In the meantime, thanks for listening. Um, you can catch the well, you can catch us every Sunday night starting at six on AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, and tune in.
2: Just so search Aquanet Radio on those apps.
0: Don't forget to go to our Facebook page, Geeksters Radio, and give us a like. Follow us on Twitter at @Geeksters. And if those people listening to the live show that want to hear this bonus material stuff yes. that we're talking about. They can either go to the Facebook page, click on the About section, and to find out where to download the podcast, or I can just tell you, go to wordswithgeeks.com or iTunes.
2: Or if you're a Google user, you can download any podcast app, search for The Geekster Show, and it'll be there for you.
0: And if you want to contact Ed on anything you've seen or heard on the show, you can contact him at ed at wordswithgeeks.com.
2: Or you can contact Sean at sean at wordswithgeeks.com.
0: All right. And that is, by the way, Sean spelled the, the way it sounds. Because apparently there is someone uh, Stacy brought up the other week.
2: S H A W N.
0: Hence Sean the way it sounds.
2: <laughs> well, some people think S E A N is actually the way it's spelled.
0: Right, it's not, yeah. It's it's the way it, it phonetically spelled yes. sound. So all right, well, we'll see you next week, folks. Bye. And we're back, folks.
2: Welcome back, everybody.
0: All right. So as promised. Yes. Um I only have like fifteen percent left on my phone, so I'm gonna give my article first. Okay. Okay. Basically, um, Gotham showrunner not, cons- not convinced superheroes work on TV, all right? <laughs> okay. So Bruno Heller, who is speaking at the Edinburgh Television Festival this week, the writer and director of, um, he doesn't think superheroes work very well on TV, which might not be all that notable, except that Heller himself is a showrunner for a superhero TV series, Fox's Gotham. Okay. Okay, he, um, the Hollywood Reporter captured his comments and it said, I don't think superheroes work very well on TV. This is a quote. Probably because of the costume thing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. He then added that this is why he chose a regular human like James Gordon to lead his uh, Batman prequel Gotham. This is another quote. TV is about real people and faces, and not so much about magic and the supernatural things. He said. He went on to describe his own show as both a crime procedural and a mythic, epic, grand comic book saga, adding, "It's a tricky combination because you have to keep it real and unreal at the same time." Was he an idiot? Okay, well, the guy did say it's an odd thing to say at a time of superhero shows are dominating television landscape. The success of Flash, Arrow, Supergirl, Daredevil, etc., are proof that some shows can make superheroes work, even costume ones. And then outside the superhero genre, there are plenty of series involving magic and supernatural things that have done well, up to including Game of Thrones. On the other hand, Heller's whole show is about not putting Batman in the Batsuit. He said before that the show ends when Bruce Wayne puts on the cape and cowl. So in that light, maybe his comments make perfect sense. He did explain that Gotham is designed for both hardcore Batman fans and more casual viewers. And this is another quote. The comic book... Consistency has become so large and visible with the whole Comic Con thing that it's very easy to assume that the audience is purely comic book enthusiasts. But I operate the show on the basis that it's a mistake to just go there. What are we trying to do? What we are what we are trying to do is always give a little Easter eggs, little gifts in every episode to the real consigni something Italian, but you don't need to know more than the basic Batman myth. Mm-hmm. Admittedly, this person writes, Admittedly, I haven't followed Gotham since season one. But as I recall, the Easter eggs aren't really that little, which is why the show often felt like it was living under the shadow of its own future. It's perfectly fine to eschew fanciful costumes and supernatural elements, even if the superhero show, heck, look at what Netflix did with some more grounded approach to Jessica Jones. But when the series itself keeps a wink-wink, nudge-nudging viewers about the inevitable fate of these characters, the lack of costumes doesn't feel quote-unquote real. It just feels distracting. Heller's comments really aren't that offensive or outrageous. Plenty of people don't care for superhero shows, but they are baffling coming from a man who's chosen to spend years of his life writing and producing what is essentially a superhero show, even though currently sporting bat ears. Or does Heller's perspective explain why Gotham is the way it is? What do you think, uh, What do you think, Ed?
2: Uh, I think it's bullshit. I really do. I think this guy has is delusional and uh, insane, um, <laughs> uh, to put it lightly. Um <laughs> No, because it's just like... You, you. Not even what the current... What, what we're doing now, with between Arrow, Flash, uh, uh, Legends of Tomorrow, Supergirl. I mean, the, the history proves it over and over again. We had the Incredible Hulk in the 70s. We had Wonder Woman in the 70s. We had Superman in the 50s. We had Superboy in the uh, late 70s, early 80s. You had Lois and Clark. Lois and Clark, the Superman Avengers in the 90s. So, I mean, it's it's been a constant...
0: Supernatural, all those mystical right. shows. Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Right. She wasn't in a costume, but it definitely... F- it was in a supernatural world.
2: But I'm, I'm just going along with the basis of, like, nervous. suits, you know, okay. wearing the suits and all. I mean, it's time and time again been proven that it, it can be successful. If, it, if
0: written well. Correctly, yes.
2: Yeah. And, that, and that's the thing. I mean, you know, granted, now I, I've fallen off the Gotham bandwagon. You know, because after season when I did watch the whole season, I was like, I'm going to go the full mile and watch the first season. Now, I didn't go back to the second season. I did watch one or two episodes and I was still was like, uh, it really left a bad taste in my mouth. I just couldn't go back to I, it.
0: I tried going back to season two. Like, I did watch all of season one. I started watching season two up till, um, like, maybe the first three episodes. And then I just was like, uh, you know what, I really don't care. Right. Because it just felt too pigeonhole, like, shoehorned in, like, hey, here's Harvey Dent as an adult. You know what happens to him. Ha-ha. Mm-hmm. You know. But it takes away the and the, the the story of Bruce and Harvey being best friends, and then the tragedy of Harvey becoming Two Face and how it affects Bruce, you know, Batman, Bruce Wayne. Mm-hmm. So you you lose that whole storyline.
2: I mean, if, if they want to, if they wanted to take this as a new history and write it, that's fine, right? You know, but the thing is, is that. What characters are going to be in place of Batman when Batman finally put, dons the cape and cow? Like, what are we going what supervillains are we going at that point? But you go, well, I like the Joker, or I like Two Face, or I like, right. you know, like a, you know, a list of characters that they have on the show now Penguin, you know. Uh, uh,
0: the guy who plays Penguin, I love. I think he's, he does a great job. And he was the only real thing to keep me attached to that show. Mm hmm. The Riddler stuff, the guy playing the Riddler, I think he does a good job too, but I, I haven't seen most of season two, so I think season two is called The Rise of the Villains. Yes. You know, so I don't really see, I didn't see that full arc. I mean, I know, I, I think Fox is in a, was in a weird position when they did Gotham because bef- even before the show aired, Netflix worked to deal with them to say, hey, look, we're going to want the show, but if you cancel the show, you owe us like $40 million. Yeah. So I think I think Fox was in a position to, to do how I don't know how many seasons, but I can't I don't feel like the show is doing enough in in ratings to actually warrant like a third season or a fourth season. It's like at what point do you think? If anything, Fox is going to cancel. I I always feel like that shows on a chopping block. I
2: I feel at this point that after this season, this will be the last season of of Gotham. The only reason why is because it's going to compete against Supergirl now on the CW.
0: Oh, okay.
2: And you, you know how now we're going with Flash, Arrow, and Legends of Tomorrow... How well they're doing on that station, right? And they have Supergirl now, and you know to take off the, the the fourth mantle now, the Monday night mantle. So now people are going to go: Do I watch Supergirl or do I watch Gotham? Well, at least with Supergirl, it's now in the hands of the CW, and they've done success with these three shows. Good and track on CBS, record. and on CBS, it wasn't that bad of a show. Like people watched it; the ratings started yeah. getting better as the as the season progressed. So. Now season two being on the CW kind of goes it's a wow factor. Like yeah, now you're now I'm like I'm more now interested in seeing Supergirl. I miss season one, and I might nef- it's, a, it's a I see, I might on Netflix. See, I might Netflix the, what weekend and watch season one, right. and then watch season two, or I might just catch up on season two, and just pick up you know episodes it, here and there. It's it
0: still on my list of like as you know that like, this is the season where I start buying seasons mm-hmm. i haven't had the opportunity to pick up anything recently mm-hmm. but i mean supergirl d- definitely on my uh, on my radar because i do want to see the season in full again the flash i didn't see most of the season the second season i'm going to pick that up same with arrow missed most of arrow too so like you're coming up on shows that i watch and i'm going to binge watch mm-hmm. so it's kind of like I, I know gotham season one and at this point maybe season two is now on I'll probably have to binge watch season two just to see if I still feel that way because maybe, maybe because I have to wait a week, I'm just like, yeah, you know, I got something else better to do today. I don't really feel like it. Mm -hmm. I I don't know. Like,
2: (sighs) well, it's like you're 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 watching now. You've been binge watching. uh, Um, once upon a time, once upon a time, my wife's now binge watching last season. Now she watched week to week, faithfully. But she goes, you know what? I want to, I want to watch it now, binge watch it now through because I know I missed a couple episodes due to commitments that we've yeah, had that we, you know, couldn't sure. be there on a you know Sunday night or whatever. So she knows she missed a few episodes. But the thing is, is that she says I feel better watching it, binge watching it through, <coughs> and then picking up on season the next season, you know, Sunday nights. So that way I'm, I'm all caught <coughs> up and I remember things because right. it's like we've gone a whole summer now right. that you haven't seen the show.
0: Like now, not only that, but you have. The problem with network television is the fact that it's, it's 23, 24 episodes, usually 20, 22 to 24 episodes mm-hmm. on a weekly basis. Like, even we're watching season four of Once Upon a Time, and they bring in Elsa and Anna, and Anna's missing, and uh, Anna is missing, and they're trying to find her. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I don't give a shit about this this, this storyline. Like. I know this is the season they bring in Cruella DeVille, Maleficent comes back and Ursula comes in mm. so I'm like I'm more interested in, in seeing them and seeing how they interact with everybody else the Elsa Anna thing just kind of it's like alright you're just filling time until the winter break and then you're gonna bring in these guys it seems to be like they do these big arcs like these 12 episode arcs 12 episode arcs because they now realize from ne- from like cable television people want Smaller condensed Mm storylines Have a beginning, middle, and end Then take a break and come back And do like a second Beginning, middle, and end Right Because it works well With like you know Shows like um, Breaking Bad Sons of Anarchy Mm -hmm. um, Walking Dead So I think They've kind of gotten it down A little bit but I'm just like I'm not really interested In the storyline I'm just like eh. Right But I just, the, the, the point
2: I'm bringing up though is right. The fact is that She's now binge watching the yeah. shows, So that way she can catch up And when season 6 Finally comes out And airs on the television Yeah like, She'll watch it on Sunday nights
0: Like we want to get through Season 4 Because they also did Post season 5 Like earlier this week Yeah So it's like alright So I can binge watch We're going to try to binge watch All that And then when it comes Back on normal TV I might DVR it So Because I know she's A huge fan of it And mm. I do enjoy the show so it might be something that, you know, you know, we kind of get a couple episodes and then binge watch through. Right. You know, just to kind of, but I mean, but for Gotham, I don't know. I just don't, I don't, the guy just either, he either doesn't get it or he doesn't have faith in his own ability. Like at this point now, you know what? Fast forward the show like five years. So where he's like a young man and he's, now he's working on becoming Batman. Like don't, I mean, I know that they want to do the Super, the Smallville thing was like, you not have Clark in the suit for 10 years in the last episode he's in the suit that made it work because mm. he still had his abilities he still had his powers and it was still superman mm-hmm. and yeah you sure you brought in you know he had lex Luthor, and i thought that it gave a bit a bigger mythology this is a little kid who's a bit player in a bigger story because of of the gordon system gordon storylines but you're bringing in characters that are faithfully Batman bad guys mm-hmm. that have nothing to do with Jim Gordon outside of Jordan Gordon being a bit player in a bigger scheme. Mm-hmm. It's like he's trying to – the guy reverses it. And, I mean, it just doesn't feel like – I know that they brought Fish Mooney back, but I think that they brought her back because people liked her, like she was an original character. Mm-hmm. And I did like her character. I know you weren't a big fan of it. No, no. But she does – it does feel like the show is kind of leaning more towards a – Batman 66 feels sometimes with the over the top acting. Yes. And she really overacts the whole Fish Mooney thing. I'm Fish Mooney. Like like yeah, she <laughs> and I kind of enjoy the over the top thing right. that she's doing, but again, I'm also a fan of Batman 66, so I kind of enjoy the overacting. Yeah. But I just don't I'm like I, like like I said in the car, they're making Ivy Poison Ivy an adult now. Mhm. When this past season She was a kid
2: Right in the first season She was a kid
1: yeah
0: Right first and second season So like She interacted more With Catwoman With the girl The girl play, who plays Cat And I'm like Okay well how Like apparently According off screen Like behind the scenes You don't see it She interacts with something mystical And it ages her mm-hmm. Well why Who cares Like why do you Like I don't, I don't get it Like you really, by the time Batman puts on the game account, I've said it from the beginning, and I'll always say it, he'll be fighting senior citizens. Yeah. Like, I, okay, Penguin being older, sure. Riddler maybe being middle-aged, fine. Mm-hmm. But if you get Joker, like, okay, you got to keep Catwoman the same because if that's supposed to be, like, his love, you got to keep him at the same age. You can't have her propel until like, become an adult and then have him being a kid because you're going, wait a second here. Yeah. Like, it just seems to be like you're trying too hard to shoehorn in the batman mythology without batman and it feels very disconnected to me like i just never i'm like but that's not how it happens and maybe that's my own fault because i'm a batman fan and i've seen the animated series i've seen all the movies i've read the comic books so to see these these disconnect of characters being brought brought in like okay they brought a hugo strange also this past season yeah i, I mean i mean i've seen it but i do see the constant updates Okay, I can understand Hugo Stream being an old guy, an older guy when Batman becomes Batman. Mm-hmm. But then again, Harvey Dent, Ivy, you know, they didn't bring a Harley Quinn. But I think Gordon's ex keeps showing signs of being like a Harley Quinn kind of character because right. she's batshit fucking crazy, and she actually let Cat and the little girl playing Ivy live in her place. With so the, the three of them felt very Gotham City sirens to me.
2: Yeah, but I, I mean, I, I hope they don't make her Harley Quinn because it just it doesn't fit right. It doesn't really fit right with the whole storyline, and that's the thing. I mean, she was her psych his psychiatrist, Joker psychiatrist right. in in Arkham Asylum. So you kind of hope that they'll bring another blonde in to play that part uh, when that time comes. Yeah. But the thing is, is that like, I mean, they like, they they were talking about that one kid who was the in the first season that they killed off at the end of season one. Right, but then bringing there's...
0: him back as the Joker. Yeah, like he was in season two, and they killed him off real quick. Um, and then everyone's like, Oh my god, I can't and I gotta be honest, that one episode, he was phenomenal. I could definitely, because he had that he had he was a little bit of a mix of Heath Ledger and Jack Nicholson mm-hmm. and and it was like he was really good. And when I heard they killed him off, I was like well, that's kind of a shame because I felt like out of all the characters, it, it was a good fit for that for that Joker or for mm-hmm. that for that show. Right. But then I hear in season three they're bringing him back, so I'm now I'm like, wow, how fucking gonna pull that off? Like,
2: well, no, I thought it was season two that they're bringing they brought him back. I don't know. I like I well, said, they, I, they killed him off in season one, the end of season one. No, they didn't. Yeah, they did. Did
0: they? Because in season two, he was him, the blonde. They were all broken out of jail. They were all broken. <laughs> well, maybe,
2: so, maybe it was the beginning of season two they killed him off then. Yeah, it
0: was. It was really early on. It was yeah. like, like episode three or four of yeah, season okay. two. So that's, like, that's as far as I got. Yeah, they killed him off, and you're just like, I was shocked. I was like, really? Because, like I said, he was really good. But then I hear for season three they bring him back. Yeah, that's it's okay, like, yeah. What? what, what? But, all right. Well, so that was my news article. What's yours?
2: Okay. Um, I'm going to use the old-fashioned way. I'm going to use paper okay
0: well that's good because
2: because I have plenty of percentage on this all right <laughs> um, actually Ian McKellen uh, sat down with um, the Daily Mail which is a newspaper and he talked about a uh, somebody offered him 1.5 million dollars to officiate a wedding as Gandalf uh- <laughs> <laughs> and he said I
0: shall pass
2: <laughs> yes he said <laughs> he turned it down and if uh, the, uh, the 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 wedding couple that was doing apparently was a big Lord of the Rings fan, but it was a former president and founder of Napster, Sean Parker, that uh, was married. Apparently, he's a big Lord of the Rings fan. Okay, so he wanted he would thought it'd be great if he had Gandalf officiate the wedding, right? You know, and they had it apparently in the Redwood Forest. So it was a it you was know, a grand, yeah, yeah.
0: Okay, I get it. Um, problem though, I don't think Ian McKellen is a registered. I don't think he can perform the ceremony. I mean if he was part of like the, the light the universal life church I mean like I could go online right now and for a small fee and probably yeah, think sure, yeah, I know. could officiate weddings if I wanted to. Yeah. And I'm sure if Ian McKellen wanted to, he could do that I, for the special occasion. Yes. But I really come on. Like you can you can get I'm sure like okay, you can't get Ian McKellen, but why not get somebody else to do it? I'm, I'm, I'm
2: sure he did. They they don't say if they've got a replace for this. <clears throat> but apparently that's that's what Ian Is telling this this newspaper is the fact that he was offered all this kind of money from him from uh Dan uh Sean Parker, sorry. Uh, the, I can't his,
0: believe Sean Parker's back in the news because I thought Napster was completely done and over with and this guy, you know
2: Yeah, but he ran he ran Facebook for a while.
0: He did? Yeah. Okay. Huh. You didn't do that? No, I didn't. Oh, okay. I'll have to watch social network again. He was in it. He was, yeah.
2: Really? Mm-hmm. Huh. Oh, that's right. There you go. He was played Click. by Justin Timberlake. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Bing. I saw the yeah. light bulb go on there.
0: Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, there you go. Okay. Yes. All right. So yeah. So uh,
2: yeah. So uh, wow. <laughs> I, just, <laughs> I, I mean, out I of all the characters, like I'd be like, let's get Frodo. <laughs> well, <laughs> let's get let's get the let's get the what was it Elrond uh, the elf <laughs> <laughs> I
0: would like get Sean Bean come and do it like you know like, and go, they kill him at the end <laughs> or uh, get you know what's his face we played Aragorn you know get those guys yeah uh, the like, Aragorn like, you the dude ones. you're a king you can marry us like yeah. you know <laughs> I you know I don't know I don't know if I could do a theme wedding I mean I did at one point like get married on like a Halloween and then like a year later do like this big costume ball kind of thing yeah but, I mean, it's like, hey, babe, you want to get married by Batman? And she's just going to be like, yes. Like, uh, okay, we'll have to find somebody to do, you know, dress up as Batman for us. <laughs> like, uh, you yeah. know. No? No, it's not Affleck. I don't want it. It's not Affleck, you don't want it? Wow. Oh, wow. What, Affleck? <laughs> I mean, I was thinking, like, out of all the Batmans? I that because they needed that guy to play him. Was- <laughs> I mean, if you could get married by any of the, of the Batmans... Who would you want it to be, besides Affleck? Kevin Conroy? Oh, you know what? Okay, that's kind of all right. All right, okay. Just have him just be there and himself and just do it in the Batman voice. Okay. Put he, a he, put a
2: screen up and have a, the animated Batman. He Batman just Batman. he just does the uh, voice.
0: Doesn't mean just 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 do the voice. Do you take? Are you the knight? Are you justice? Yeah. Joker voice That'd be great (laughs) That'd be awesome Do you promise To be her As Harley You know (laughs) And do you promise To be her Joker (laughs) No I'm the Joker (laughs) (laughs) Well there you have it folks I mean uh, uh, Who would you Like if you could Do it all over again Who Like (laughs) <laughs> I mean, I know, put you on the spot, but
2: yeah, uh, you know, it's 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 why is it probably you think oh since I'm a big Star Wars fan you would think it would be a Star Wars character you Luke know. Skywalker no no. <laughs> no he's too whiny <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Obi Wan the old Obi Wan though Alec Guinness though but he's well dead. he's dead yeah. so you'd have to get Ewan McGregor
0: yeah the second runner up oh <laughs> uh, you
2: get a Force Ghost uh, projector <laughs> and and. And I'm sure I could get enough movies of Alec's voice that I could uh, punch it do in there. you, take?
0: Look <laughs> 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 like how they mash up yeah. like to do words, to make a song. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, probably, I would want Harrison Ford. Yeah. <laughs> do you take Stacey to be your lover? I do. And <laughs> <laughs> you're just
2: like looking like... <laughs> and you just wait 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 and then he stops and you go is this where I say I do <laughs> like, I'm not sure tri- I can't understand a word you're saying
1: <laughs>
0: actually i probably want Kevin Smith
1: because
0: he, he does officiate weddings he does he a, yeah he is he has married people like live and on the show or
1: he okay. would definitely
0: be like a dude can, the only problem is though I, I would have to tell him that we he couldn't do what he normally does he normally does because he, he, cause he He'll do this grand thing And he'll like Repeat after me In brightest day In darkest night No evil shall escape my sight Uh, You know like He he makes you do the Green Lantern And I would have to be like Dude you can't do that Because my girl's a huge Batman fan So you gotta figure out A Batman way to do it And he he would Because he'd be like all right, that's fine And just do it on the fly But he's the guy I would want
2: all right. <laughs> He's attainable He's attainable He yeah. so
0: is Like if we ever went to some place And he was at a, at a meeting I at a meet and greet I'd be like Dude can you real quickly Just give us a married thing Cause he'd be like sure No problem yeah. Boom Do you Do you You're married You're married You know <laughs> My kind of wedding <laughs> <laughs> Alright so folks There you have it That was the show Um, If you enjoyed this fine program Going through your ear holes And you want to catch the show live you can on Sunday nights starting at six PM Eastern Standard Time on AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, and tune in. Just search AquaNet Radio in those apps. Also, if you really did enjoy our program and you'd like to show us your support, go to our Facebook page, Geeksters Radio, and give us a like.
2: You can also follow us on Twitter at at Geeksters.
0: <laughs> we really do appreciate it. And as always, if you want to contact Ed on anything you've seen or heard on the show. You can contact him at, at him at ed at wordswithgeeks.com.
2: Or you can contact Sean at Sean at wordswithgeeks.com. That's S-H-A-W-N, Sean.
0: <laughs> we'll see you next week, folks. That was wonderful. Bravo. I loved that. It. That oh, it was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, It yeah, could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. I was terrible. Get him
1: away. Hey, boo. Boo.